Hello, everybody. Welcome to GogCast, the show where one of the hosts received Baconator fries that did not have cheese on them. I'm your host, Hydrave99. I'm joined here today with Flip Alpaca. How are you today? You made that personal, didn't you? No, I was kidding. <laughs> um, hi, uh, I, I'm doing good. Um, I mean, at least it's better than them using imitation bacon bits from the dollar store that taste like uh, solid grease from like the fat of a cave rat from Pokemon or something. <laughs> right, I hear you on that one. I mean, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I unfortunately got some bacon ate fries. They forgot mm -hmm. to put cheese on them. Oh, yeah. And it's just ew. I mean, either they despise sorry, either they despise Grubhub or they despise you. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> they force you to eat for at their restaurant and not get it delivered, or you're fucked either way. All right. <laughs> um. Also, I got a new mic. If nobody's been um been aware of it. If they watched Gawcast exclusively, but my so it's not, yeah, actually I, that's that's not right. Um, I, it's the same mic, but I'm using um, a weird workaround to make it much clearer. So, right. Woo! Anyway. <laughs> okay, okay, I think we can get started on some news topics here. We have a lot to go over today. And yeah. our first quick little thing here is not the web browser. The fact that they're actually had they actually discovered I might have to fix this up a little bit. That it is possible to emulate Saturn games on the Nintendo Switch using a game called Cotton Garden Force. Or a cotton garden, I guess it is, but guardian. But anyway, so the idea is you can like pretty much the idea is that if you have a hack switch, you can just go on in and replace the ROM that the game is using with other Saturn ROMs. And this blog that I have here is as time went on, people have discovered more games they could put on this thing and all that funny, all that fun stuff. And if you have a hacked switch. Keep in mind, you have to have it hacked. This sounds like a pretty fun thing to do. Especially if you don't want to pay a thousand dollars for freaking Panzer Dragonorta. I guess so. <laughs> or in my case, if I wanted to play Daytona USA or Knights or anything like that. I still have an actual Sega Saturn I have to repair at one point. Hmm. I still haven't got a chance to fix it, but yeah. I actually have a Sega Saturn. Um, is the Sega Saturn, like, basically the, uh, the transition from the Genesis to the Dreamcast? Or is it a different naming scheme? Because I know they, they went from Amiga to, like, Genesis, I think. Um, no, the Amiga like, was something European. different. Okay. The, 
it was like the ma- if you talk about home consoles, it went from the master system. Oh, it's a CD32. Okay, excuse me. I yeah, what the went, hell is wrong with me? Yeah, it went from the master system to the Sega Genesis, from the Sega Genesis to the master system. Not master. Wow, jeez. Master system, <laughs> Genesis, Saturn, Dreamcast. I see. The Saturn was like the rough equivalent of the PS1 for that generation. But the thing is that before the Saturn came out, there were actually several add-ons, which mainly included the Sega CD and the Sega 32X. Okay. The Saturn was supposed to be Sega's next console. But at the time, uh, Sega of America wanted to continue the Genesis success with the... 32X, so it actually caused a little clash between Japan and America. America wanted to keep the Genesis, Japan wanted to do the Saturn. I see, and that that makes sense with the uh, you know, with the uh, Famicom being um, you know, it was there was like the the disc add-on, um, the you know, and like how uh. You know, America never really had a, uh, you know, a Famicom or an uh, NES with any sort of disc add-on. Mm-hmm. And this was much... I see, okay. And and with this, yeah, they try to cash in on the uh, the extra bits, I guess. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, the, the bit wars, I guess, right? Yeah. The, it's funny, though, that if you think about it, the Saturn sold more in Japan than it did in America, so that's why a lot of times if you're trying to find North American copies of Sega Saturn games, they are much more expensive than they are in Japan. Okay. And obviously, Sega Saturn is region blocked, so you have to get like a Game Shark or something to make sure that it can, be, it can play Japanese games. I see. To, to to believe like uh you know the the Saturn or backwards compatibility is like a you know a a software level thing. <laughs> it's quite funny, you know. Well, more so this, in this case, more regional compatibility. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Is like it it went from you know um making the connections different to actually just being like uh you know just region locked by. By software means, and you can just use a Game Shark for it. One thing that's actually very interesting about the Sega Saturn is the fact that the cartridge slot was only used to expand the RAM of the Saturn. It was not actually used for, like, you insert a cartridge in the system to play the game. That's all done by discs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very interesting to think about. But overall, I think, you know. This is a cool little thing for Switch owners if you are a Switch owner and... Well, especially if you're a hacked Switch owner who have the early ones. I know I have one that could technically be hacked. But unfortunately, I but I mean, not unfortunately, but I don't want to hack it. Yeah. I don't want to take a freaking paperclip because I have the first model Genesis. Not, oh, wow. First model Genesis. <laughs> I do wish one day I could have a model one Genesis. That'd be amazing. But besides that, I have one of the early models of the Switch. So, unfortunately for me, I can simply hack my Switch by just using a freaking paperclip. I am not joking about that. That is actually a thing. Damn. I, I, I've been, I used to watch uh, Lockpicking Lawyer a lot. Um, like a few, 
like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And uh damn, imagine if that was like a lock. Like defeated with a paper clip. I think he actually did that one time with like a an actual lock. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you can do the same thing with your uh with your uh, handheld console. Yeah. Um imagine if the DS had that vulnerability or three DS. <laughs> Holy crap. But now that it's like nowadays, you know. Yeah. Like later, Oh my god. Yeah, or later revisions of the Switch had fixed this issue. So if you had get like the Switch OLED or like the newer model switches, they don't have this exploit. It's only on the very on like the early switches. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Um <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um but yeah, oh my god, like um <laughs> I I would love to just be able to do that with any old like thing just like paper clip. And then hey, I get to play DS games and Saturn games now apparently. <laughs> or you can just get emulators for all sorts of the Switch. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, there's a lot probably. of emulators and hacking stuff out there for the, for the Switch. It's pretty crazy, but anyways, oh, yeah. I would like to move on now to the Valve Deck Verified. So what they're doing now is for the Steam Deck, they're introducing a system of verifying games that will be compatible for the Steam Deck. Why do they call it Valve Deck? <laughs> Uh, the Steam Deck? I don't know. Don't ask me. It's a weird name. But anyways, I just said Valve Deck by accident. I've been slipping up all over today, so please. I'm sure someone's going to come. Okay. Someone's someone's probably going to compile every single mishap I said today if this keeps up. But you can see here there's like four different categories that you'll see on on the Steam Deck for games. Verified, playable, unsupported, and unknown. Alright. So, it, for Alpaca, if you're using the link I provided since it's on a YouTube video, fast forward to about, like, 43 seconds, and I'll explain each thing to you. And, uh, pause it at 43? Yeah. Alright, I assume there'll be a chart, right? It's like a little graphic. You'll see what I mean. It has all four icons at the same time at that time frame. Okay. Yeah, because, like, uh, hold on one second. Yeah, if you, uh, if you, 40... if you keep, yeah, if you, yeah, forty three. That's where I, I am at. But it lasts, it lasts into forty four seconds. So fine. But you can see here that playable. You see the check mark that is verified. This means that out of the box, this game will work with the Steam Deck. You don't have to do much compatibility. It just works. Straight and simple. Playable. Uh, yep playable game which had the yellow exclamation mark which if you swap the letter around and change some colors a little bit looks like our demonetize symbol that button that little icon means that you'll have to tweak the game a little bit to make it work it won't work right out of the box they now if you scroll through the video you'll see it shows like certain games like which ones are playable which ones are verified all of the stuff if you Team Fortress 2 is actually in this playable category. It's not verified, it's just playable. Okay. Unsupported, these are games that will never work with the system. 
And the biggest thing for this is that you that v virtual reality games will not work on this. Okay. I don't, I, care, I don't care how many times you have to buy the Steam version of Beat Saber, it will not work. Even if you try plugging in a freaking Valve Index. They, they should make a Steam Deck Pro that is VR supported, though. <laughs> that would be actually kind of funny. Yeah, just imagine <laughs> having it at a dock. Like, because they have docks for the thing, so it's like the Switch and the fact you can dock it. Yeah. Having it to dock be powerful enough that it has, like, a bonus GPU on it, and then you could, like, use it for virtual That would be pretty interesting, though. I I would like a uh, uh, weird, like, adapter that you could open up the Steam Deck and make the uh, M.2 uh, drive, like, compatible with, like, a GPU. And, like, you could open it up without it, like, uh, uh, murdering you. <laughs> I want a version where I can just plug in a VR headset and just look at waifus. Just kidding. I would love <laughs> And then the last category is unknown. These are games that we have no idea if they work or not. It's just trial and error. But yeah, but if you go through the video, especially if you just scroll through the video, they'll show like the 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 store page for. I'm at timestamp eleven. Yeah. Uh, eleven. You can see like a page of what I'm talking about here. Like you can see like Half Life Alex is not supported. Hades, Death Stranding, and Ghost Runner are supported. Okay. Uh, that that noise, if you did hear it, that was just me muting the mic. If it's, I had a thing in my throat, I need to out. That's fine. Um, if you did hear that, okay. And for the audience. That's fine. Um, but yeah, um, and I'm going to just scroll through the video so you can find another spot. Releases we can run CSGO or the next Rainbow Six. I what? mute. <laughs> But yeah, you can see over here that like, if you as you keep going the video, you'll see like certain games like which ones are unknown, which ones work, which ones don't. I'm sure we understand. But yeah, I figured this was a useful thing to have for this thing, but because everyone's gonna expect all their Steam games to work on this device, and to know like, hey, these ones may work, these ones will definitely work, and which ones won't work is gonna be a huge help for those who are actually gonna get their hands on a Steam Deck. And uh, it, it says with Team Forces 2, um, <laughs> also, um, it, it being a, um, you know, it being uh, playable mm -hmm. doesn't always mean that it's the graphics being too complex or, um, what would it be? Like, it wouldn't run because of how you know, uh, because of some sort of system limitation when it comes to the performance. It could also be the system, um, not having some things like you, like you, like with a, with a, uh, a mouse and a keyboard. It says here with TF2, some functionality is not accessible using the default controller configuration, requiring use of the touchscreen or a virtual keyboard. 
this product has missing or inaccurate controller glyphs. It could literally just be the fucking buttons don't show Xbox or uh, controllers or Valve's um, button names. Or um, it could just be you have to use the touchscreen instead of your mouse. Um, like, you know how you can, you can, on a controller, you can scroll down through the menu, um, the main menu. Maybe this game, I, I haven't played TF2, um, uh, personally, but if I, if I, you know, if I can't go through the menu, I mean, I can use a touchscreen, you know, it's as simple as that. And I don't have, I can't use, you know, if you can't use WASD or the D-pad or your, uh, left analog stick or whatever. Hey, I mean, it it could it couldn't it, it could just be something as simple as that, not just it not being able to run because of the graphical fidelity of or the um, uh, lackluster coding or uh, what was it, what was it called optimization? It could literally just be something like that. Like you can't. Select the menu, you have to touch the menu now. So, yeah. Yeah, overall, I think this is nice to have for the Steam Deck. Like I said, it just makes it more accessible and more knowledgeable about what games will definitely work, which ones won't. And it, as it looks, as I'm scrolling through the video in, um, you know, frame by frame, there is, you know, an icon that says Steam Deck compatibility. And it'll have either four of these icons. And you can learn more and see, like, why it may be only playable and not verified, even as a, an official game published by Valve and developed by Valve, like TF2. It might just be... It doesn't have the ability to scroll through the menus with a controller. To... Excuse me to it simply just being the buttons don't look right because it uses an Xbox controller by default with the button uh, icons. You know? Yeah. So Small you'll be able to know. Um, exactly. It won't exactly just be it's too uh too unoptimized or too poorly optimized or too um the requirements are too stiff you know something like that right it could always be that so that's pretty good that they did at least list their requirements that's what i do like though is that they at least say that you know but i think they should put a category that mentions that like something somewhere in the middle of unknown and playable because they could say um lacks some support or something like that like older games that didn't really have controller support for the pc but would work on xbox or ps2 right. stuff like that mm -hmm. like i do feel like they should have a a uh, exclamation point and they should instead of make the yellow icon a uh, a check mark as well i see interesting suggestions there all right i think for our next topic here we have a lot to go through today we have like, like 12 or 15 topics here to go through some of which are going to be faster than others i find 
Certainly. I know one. Oh, absolutely. We have a lot of things to say. This might be even... I don't be. I wouldn't be surprised if this one's actually longer than episode 14, which would be nuts. I mean, last episode was also, like... I wouldn't say it was inflated, but it did have, like, a few things that made it, uh... Um, we, we talked a bit too much, I feel. I feel like I tripped over my own words compared to, like, right now. Um... I'm not the best public speaker, though, without a script, you know, so. Yeah, this show kind of helps a little bit because, you know, you have a slight script. It's the fact that our script essentially is just linking the articles and just talking. Yeah, it's it's not like, you know, like a, a news segment where you know everything. It's more just like, oh, that's pretty cool. What's it about sort of thing? And then you or I explain it. Um, in fuller detail. Yeah. Uh, Unlike what somebody else thinks. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't get too offended. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so, one of the things this, uh, this, uh, this is talking about is the fact that FIFA is not going to be exclusive to EA. FIFA is now going to allow other gaming companies to make games under their banner. Which I think is actually pretty big to think about. Like, EA had locked down FIFA for a very long time. It has made tons of money, especially in regions such as Europe. And now just, oh, you yes. know, yeah, like FIFA, the FIFA organization is trying to, like, branch out of, you know, just being part of EA. Means that there could be whole slews of games and there could potentially be competition. I know, what a world. Yeah, um... And I, I do like this news because not only it being on the rock of EA, but if EA, you know, messes up or slacks on, you know, release, they don't have to always deal with them the next year and they can learn to actually release an, a game where the soccer players are looking like uh, Mr. Krabs or, uh, you know doing things that they shouldn't be doing by uh, glitches. Right. More so on 2K side, they tend to do that their wrestling games. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, certainly. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Uh, you know. Right. Now, the thing that's more interesting about this, and this is outside the article, is that EA is looking to rebrand their soccer games. So it's not going to have the EA FIFA anymore. It's going to be something different. Now I wonder what they're gonna rename that whole category to. Hmm. Well, what sort of organization could EA partner with to linch off to exclusive rights, or are they gonna partner with all different sorts of soccer organizations in order to get the rights of players? But they're gonna put it under their own name, like EA Soccer Flank, or they're gonna do like EA Football this year, or it's really Football hard. To... In, uh football outside and uh soccer inside <laughs> just imagine having the ball is like oh you're in the stadium oh we kicked the ball oh it's inside oh it's soccer <laughs> uh, no i i was actually uh um you know how people across the world it's more uh football is 
considered what soccer is to Americans. I was actually making a, a like a joke about that, but oh yeah, yeah. Also, the fact really... that the balls have sentience sometimes in those games, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! The ball had enough sentience. It's like. Imagine if they actually made the ball glitchy enough that it's like when you kick the ball, the player gets gets absorbed into the ball, and you just have to control the ball. It turns into a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, make it like the one in Gang Beasts. Uh, if you haven't played Gang Beasts, basically there's a there's a soccer mode, or it's called football or ball. If you if you strike a goal. Or you kicks the ball and hits somebody, they get knocked out. And if if you score a goal, the ball turns into a ballistic missile and flies at the other players. <laughs> so yeah, There's we that. could do that. That works too. Yeah, you could do that. Or I know a better game that's like soccer. Uh, hockey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, well, it is kind of, in a sense. Well, then again, we can resort to our good friends at Psyonix and Epic Games called Rocket League. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they could EA and Epic Games. Epic Games XEA. Rocket League. Uh, football Edition. <laughs> Finn and McDonald. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Um, with that one, anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, also, this mac and cheese is cold. I've been having mac and cheese. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm telling you this. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, go enjoy your mac and cheese while we do it. Then again, I was eating Wendy's and having baconator fries without cheese. I don't know what crime. Oh my is. god, yeah. That, that is a crime. Also, <laughs> them not grinding up the fucking uh, bacon. Like, I, I told you, and I'm going to tell the audience, too. I'm, at this point, if they're just going to give you full slices of bacon with no cheese, just fucking go to, to the dollar store or, like, Dollar Tree and grab imitation bacon bits. <laughs> the, the, that is the closest thing that they could that's how much effort they should put in if they're just gonna fucking not give you cheese or make your bacon uncrumbled like oh like i i said i don't know if they hate grubhub if one of these hates grubhub and i mean no offense to them but that's such a strange thing to forget the freaking cheese like <laughs> right <laughs> seriously all right our next topic here is a fun. All right, we're going to talk about spectators. Oh yes, this one. This one is an unpopular opinion for me because it. <laughs> yeah, it's we're... another. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's we're another. Gonna... Uh, it's another poor shaming effort, in my opinion. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. All right. Oh. So this is a fun little thing. So if you go on the article here, you scroll down. You'll see eventually there's, there should be an image of like a, the pattern. Oh, yes, I see. Um, and you can see the idea is 
that what they're going to do is that when you're watching a game, there's going to be a menu on the right-hand side. There will be options in which you can, like, remove the player from the entire game. You can warn the player to improve. You can provide custom messages, which I feel like is going to be people going ASIC and just putting penis messages throughout the entire thing. I think I have, like, a, uh, a, uh, a notepad that has, like, uh, Felix from RE0, and it's just an ASIC. <laughs> I think I called it Mau Mau Ferris. I mean... Give me one second. Yeah, that, that's gotta be your favorite. It, it would definitely spam that. Yeah, definitely spam it, you know. Make everyone question their, uh, uh, orientations. Just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, more so the guys. Yeah, pretty much. Um, wow, this looks fucking weird. It looks all stretched out and shit, but here it is. Give me one second. Display capture. Bloop. Alright, uh, bloop. Alright, and, uh, uh, bloop. Look at those fucking eyeballs. Anyway, um, let me change the font, actually. Like, comic sans. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, shit. I'll make it like my font. Oh, shit. It really pops out now. <laughs> it, it still looks like, uh, it actually looks like a Vulpix or something. Actually, now I think about it. It looks like a Pokemon of some sort with like a spiky tail. It's so bleak. Oh. Nah, everything is fucked. Anyways. I think we kind of create like some sort of mix of like Rouge the Rabbit and then... Who's that lady uh, from... What? Who framed, what, what you... who, who framed Roger Rabbit? Let's do it in the Godcast font. Give me one second. Mal Mal Ferris. <laughs> I'm sorry. Had, yeah, it's fine. I know that when we did that other font too, it looked more like a mix like Rouge Rabbit and then that lady from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, wait, Jessica Rabbit. There you go. Uh, okay. I thought you were talking about Lola Bunny pre, uh, pre, uh, sequel. Oh, God. Don't get us started on that controversy. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. People got offended over a, uh, a child idol. Or a childhood idol. Right. But looking back at the article that was present here, we have, you know, the PlayStation patent. And the thing that makes it interesting is that people can actually spend money in-game currency or cryptocurrency to remove players from games. Yeah. This I, is the big so yeah, one. That yeah, that's a really big one. Um I I can only assume this can be used like I, I believe they uh they left it ambiguous, right? Mm -hmm. As if it was, you know, real money or is, is that what it said? Um it said, be it through real money, in-game currency, or cryptocurrency. So yeah. Oh, be 
Okay. You can, you can waste your bitcoins on this. So those sixty thousand dollar coins, yeah, you can use it to remove a player. Holy <laughs> shit! That is that is foul. That is terrible. You'd be able to like spend one bitcoin and get like, uh, like get like uh the champion removed from the game because eh, <laughs> I, I you could you could rig it through money. I swear. Now, that, that's the only problem with this. Holy shit. Now the funny thing, now the funny thing is it says here a player would only be removed if voting reaches above a certain threshold. A suggested sixty percent. There would also okay. be a weighing system with more skilled spectator having greater impact on the vote. That skill would level be turned by the spectator's game level, statistics, or accomplishments in the game. So technically, someone with one Bitcoin who actually knows how to play the game. It's going to have more impact on the vote than someone who had one Bitcoin and has not played the game. I see. Okay, never mind then. But because I remember, it could still be exploited though for sure. Absolutely. Someone, yeah. Because uh, sorry, keep on going. Yeah, kind of a feeling that some person will probably spam in the chat, remove this player, remove this player, remove this player, and some people are just going to go bandwagging on that shit, and they're going to spend their like yeah. $20 or $500 or like two, if it's Fortnite, 2,000 V-Bucks or in the case of well, Bitcoin, just sacrifice a Bitcoin. And just that is just painful to think about. Like, you could be basically cold by people hiring like paid ban paid uh it's like a paid ban like you got paid to ban this person permanently like or something from the match <laughs> that's 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 funny yeah and what else that makes this interesting too is the fact that this is coming off the fact that sony acquired evo which is like the biggest fighting championship oh yeah they could very well implement that immediately you know Oh yeah, imagine just like, like next, if, if they have like next July, like in person events, like you know, COVID's over and all that shit happens, and Evo back to being an in person event. Do you realize yep. how many fighting games could put would end this patent actually come to fruition? Which I swear to God, I hope this actually doesn't. I would love to see um, like uh, there's like a free to play game called Tory Bash. And it's people bet real money on that shit. Imagine if they could get paid to ban people from the from the tournament, or kick from people from the tournament. Like yeah. holy shit! <laughs> and, and like, ugh. Yeah, it's campaigning the chat to remove certain players. Yeah, and it could be out of malice and hatred, or literally, I think this person sucks. When maybe they don't. I don't know. <laughs> Like, imagine if there was a Call of Duty Warzone tournament, and for some reason, Ghost Weather Game managed to attend it, and we were able to use the, the system here, if it actually came to fruition, to ban everybody else and just artificially make Ghost Weather Game win. Yeah, that's the thing. You could have a following that would pull out everyone, and you'd instantly artificially win. That That is basically cheating. That's basically going in the cheats and saying... I have God mode because I have that huge of following. You know, what the fuck? Damn cats. Anyway. 
But yeah, no. You could literally probably do that. I mean, I know there's some sort of order and... But, uh, corruption is a disease. Or racism, misogyny, and homophobia. That too! That too! Yeah, yeah, yeah! What, like, it doesn't even matter if you have a following. What if there's a hate group? Like, oh my god, that would be crazy to just, like... Oh my god, chaotic. like... It's gonna be chaotic when you see... Say the top player is, you know, alt is a black man. Or, I should rather say, a man of African-American descent who just happened to, you know, use the system to get to first place, right? Like, imagine he, there's all this band and everything, and next thing you know, there is a European woman who also used the system to get to where she is, but the two clash. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the following of the female woman in this situation. The Karens has, unite. Yeah. They, <laughs> Karen army. Yep. So the woman summons the Karen army. And then all of a sudden, uses the Karen army to pay up like $1,000 and get the other guy who, you know, booted. That's going to be cheating versus cheating. And then like, and you have, like, all the actual real skilled people on the bottom. It's, like, actual politics. Yeah. All the good politicians don't actually get to be in office because all the corrupt assholes get the office rights. I guess so. Yeah. When <sighs> Why do we have to make esports politics, too? It's going to be, like, if you have a million dollars... You're just gonna keep getting yeah. that million dollars back. <laughs> and I, I understand. I understand. That's fucking. That's scary to think about. You know, just imagine you're, you have actual talent, and you actually have something good to do in the world, like a politician that isn't, you know, paying for votes or. You know, doing something to sway opinions, and the opposite happens, and you know, it's it's the same thing that might happen here in esports. I guess you know, it's it's quite quite a uh, phenomenon. Actually, are you familiar with competitive Pokemon? Uh, yes, and I hate it because the show. And, you know, part of the games is like, Oh yeah, as long as you're friends with your Pikachu, you can be number one, the very best, like no one ever was. And then, here you are with like your level 100, uh, Raticate, that you picked up in Fire Red, and you have it transferred all the way to like, uh, Sun. Pokemon Sun, and now you're gonna put it in Shield, and now you're putting Let's Go Eevee, and then you have it in fucking the next one, and there you just get mopped. You just get mopped. You, you, like you get mopped by some crazy ass like, uh, what is it called? Trap team, I guess. I don't fucking know, but yeah, um, I'm in the same boat as like. Pokemon, be friends with your, your Pikachu, or, you know, whatever. And it's just like, Ash would never, ever win. 
in oh, unreal terms. We're not talking about that sort of competitive Pokemon. We're talking about competitive Pokemon actual tournaments. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying is that, like, if Ash was an actual in the tournament, Pikachu would probably be incinerated. Um, no, and all of his Pokemon would, except for Mewtwo, I guess, and every other one, they would be, they wouldn't faint. That's what I, that's all I'm leaving at. <laughs> they wouldn't be able to faint. They'd be dead, dead. Like, versus actual tournament fighters, like real life Pokemon, like, video game people. Why? Well, I mean, like, do you know anything about EV training or IV training? I used to be into that. Um, isn't that basically as you level up your Pokemon, um, you work towards a certain stat, I believe? So or um, IVs are the ones that you get from like breed, or like the point distribution you get yeah. from breeding the Pokemon. EVs are the points, so that the IVs stand for individual values, and they represent yeah. the, the Pokemon's genetics, essentially. The Basically, yeah. The EVs Which... are like the points that you gain from leveling up your Pokemon, and depending on what Pokemon you beat, will determine which EVs you'll get per each level up. Okay, then, um, every time I've been wonder trading in Alpha Sapphire, <laughs> I've been accidentally scamming people and telling them they have great EVs at, like, level 5, just hatched, and, um, it was actually IPs, and they probably were terrible. Uh, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone I wonder traded with. <laughs> Oh, right. it's, oh, it's even worse. Is that the reason I, I bring up all this stuff? Like, I didn't know if this, if you knew that sort of level of competitive Pokemon. Slightly, but the, reason, but the reason I brought this sort of competitive Pokemon up is a lot of time what people will do is actually was more of a thing back in the day. That, but I don't know how much it's changed. Is the fact that there's mm -hmm. a lot of like Pokemon jetting that happens where people have these artificial softwares that they'll use to generate Pokemon perfect IVs and EVs. Yes, that, that um I know that that happens and they're they're artificial. That you did not work towards that. I know about that definitely. And there's a whole thing with with the whole with the whole like, competitive Pokemon environment where that like the rule set itself you know Set, it's like it's like loosely allows these like gen Pokemon in the tournaments. It's like it's like the tra the tracking to make sure the games are are don't have any hacked Pokemon or anything like that is like stingy is like not very stingy. It's like very loose going and like people can go in with these hacked Pokemon and actually win tournaments just from hacking their games. I see. So it actually in some way it actually you know unfortunately. It makes so. Hey, if you use, if you went through cheating means, you actually get reward for cheating. In a way, yeah, competitive. Yes, competitive Pokemon. It's like it saves you a lot of time from doing the same exact things in the same. Yeah, I I see the only. That's the only. Uh, what is it? Uh, I'd say. Uh, that's the only. Um, devil's advocate I see is that you don't waste your time reading. Pokemon to the point of like, you know, cock injury. Um, so <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, but you know that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it just it kind of sucks to see you know all these like gen Pokemon be a thing, especially because they're doing like, some of the 3DS games. 
especially since that was fairly easily hacked, and especially like if you have some of the first gen switches, could also be easily hacked, and you can have the software imbued into the game that can generate all the Pokemon. And then when you try to get these po send hacked Pokemon into your Switch and you try to use them online, you get banned without knowing that you use a hacked Pokemon. Yeah. And you're like, really? <sighs> oh yes, with trading, yeah, you could get banned because who knows if that if that username and that trainer ID was something from the 3DS games or before. Who knows? You never if, know. Yeah, and who knows if that versus somebody who actually has that ID and uh, name, and that's say, a deleted save file or something. Yeah, and who knows if the, if the if the name on that, you know, 3DS or whatever or Switch or whatever is Skinny P69. We could. Still, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, Skinny P69 probably got banned like ten thousand times because he tried to use his name on the stupid Pokemon thing. Oh yeah. But going back to, you know, Sony and their patent here, again, uh, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it just, our tangent into Pokemon kind of ties in with this whole system. You can technically use the system to cheat off, you know, potential winners, like you can with using a hacked Pokemon in freaking Pokemon. Yeah. Or any game that allows them to manipulate the environment to be able to you know, win. Oh yeah, of course. And all right, so all right, no, it's fine. See some static coming from the table itself or something. That's oh, fine. Anyways, sorry. It's okay. So our next topic now is the fact that there's a Xbox live stream that's going to happen. All right. And this live stream is celebrating the 20 years of Xbox. Whoopee. Um, sorry. It's fine. Sorry. I, I, I appreciate Xbox for what they've been doing. Yeah. Xbox. Wait. Yeah, so this 20 years of Xbox is pretty much this. While they won't be, you know... Revealing like any new games throughout this celebration. They are going to look back at the entire history of Xbox and just kind of see like how the brand evolved. I see. And now we can kind of take the time here to kind of, you know, show our appreciation for this brand and what it means to, you know, each of like the two of us. Like, I remembered Xbox, like when I got my Xbox 360, when I got the Xbox 360 back in the day. I think my brother actually got it for his birthday. We had it, believe it or not. I think we gifted it originally, and then we shoved the actual thing in the oven. Not cook it, but we actually just put the box in the oven. It's like a Why? Bird. As a joke. Wait, does this relate to putting uh, Nerf magazines in the oven? Not the same, but uh. we didn't actually cook the Xbox. My parents actually knew it was in there. Which was brilliant. Oh, thank God. <laughs> hmm, this is a nice uh, CD add-on for the uh, new... <laughs> for our new stove! <laughs> uh, yeah, they actually knew that the, the thing was in the oven. It was all part of the elaborate you know, birthday present. They're like, oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah, oh, yeah my brother. Um, go go to the oven and see what get your birthday present is. 
It was it was one of the original Xbox 360s, which unfortunately we witnessed the Red Ring of Death at the time. Which it, even if you didn't burn his death within the oven, it would have would have cooked itself anyway. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah. And we went through a lot with the Xbox 360 generation, like. There were so many good games back then. Like, not only... Plenty. For, yeah. Mostly all third-party, because later on the Xbox's life, they the, the first-party output was, like, minuscule and pathetic. Yeah. Or, or early on, you got games like Halo 3, and mostly Halo 3. Halo 3 was a blast. I remember with the 360, that was the main console. That was the console to get. You if you wanted a PlayStation 3, good for you, but 360's where it's at, even though you had to pay for Alan Line. Yeah. Um and, and on the original Xbox too, yeah, like Morrowind and that sort of stuff. That's also something we could talk about. Yeah, funny up with Morrowind. Actually, give me one second. But yeah. I've been that, but like, huh? And Xbox Live, like the online, was like a lot of, like, yeah. That's also a thing. Yeah, I have the actual disc. What? Why is it in like a Sonic Adventure case? No offense. This is like one of those really old school like GameStop used game Oh, cases. okay. I thought I saw Sonic on the cover. I was like, wait, what? No. But, uh... Yeah, this is... Wow. And believe it or not, with the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X, you can actually put this disc in that console. Will it still be, like, 4x3 on, and, like, you know, putting graphics? <laughs> Well, what they well, what they do with a lot of these older Xbox games is that when they get them on backwards compatibility, they actually touch them up a little bit. I see, because I remember playing Morrowind on the Xbox One through backwards compatibility, and it was well, it was it was definitely different from what I thought it would be. But you know, when you started like those that little like, um, like sort of like it was like a cave or like a a a root beer or a beer cellar. I'm sorry. <laughs> root beer cellar yeah anyways um but yeah not i remember it looking you know fine i guess but not really like you know as touched up like as i thought it would be yeah Moral... it was it was in four by three yeah morrowind was it definitely shows its age a little bit more than the other elder schools games by a long shot but... you picked the lock it broke you picked the lock. It broke. <laughs> you picked the lock. It broke. You picked the lock. It broke. You shoved the penis in the lock. It broke. <laughs> you picked the lock. Um, you picked your nose. It broke. Not to mention, uh, Bethesda games, but now we're, we're fucking diving into, uh, 
holy shit, what was it? It was uh one of those other it was the it was on the PC games where you'd put the nose pick the the, the lock pick in your nose. <laughs> um, I forgot what it Sierra games, yeah. You could do that and like you could up your, your lock pick skill by picking your nose with the pick lock. <laughs> anyways. That's stupid. Um anyways. Yeah. You pick the lock. No. <laughs> Alright. Um Yeah, Morrowind was interesting though because this was actually Bethesda's first console game. Like Morrowind back in the day was but that's his first foray into consoles. Back in the original Xbox, and you, it was only on the Xbox. I see, yeah. I, I remember you telling me that, that it was only on the Xbox, and I was like, wait, what? Wow! Wait, wasn't it wasn't at least put on the PC? No. I, well, I well, Morrowind was on PC too. Well, it was originally a PC game, but it wasn't on PlayStation. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Uh, like, it, I mean, it wasn't on um, fuck, not on PC. It wasn't on PlayStation. I was like, wow, wait, what? But I thought I remember having Skyrim on on PlayStation. I thought all the Elder Scrolls were like basically on every game, and I was like, no. It was all either Xbox and PC and. Can you play like uh what is it uh is there a way to get Morrowind on a on a PlayStation console now? Nope. At least, no. Still, holy crap. Um. And now it's funny to think about that Microsoft actually owns Bethesda, so this game will probably yeah. forever be locked to Xbox and PC. Oh yeah. Which and... uh, I'm I'm not I'm not too concerned because well you, you know they they had a chance and now that they're fully partnered with xbox not just in a close friendship with them or a professional friendship you know like they're at like there is no chance unless unless some something else happens i guess <laughs> you know right i think what else is interesting too to think about is that I remember the Xbox for another reason that it introduced me to one of my favorite franchises ever. I, I pulled off the second game of this franchise here. Oh yeah, the Fable series, yeah. I, I was gonna get into that, but I never did. Really good series to me personally. I mean, you could get all the games if you have Game Pass on PC. Game Pass. Yeah. Pay the fifteen dollars, get access to all three of them. Hmm. Or I, I was going to tell you know. Yeah. Like I said, high quality games. You know, from the Xbox era. I mean, actually, wait. Two isn't even on PC, so you only get access to one and three. Two, you'd have to you get on console. Yeah, I was thinking doing that. Like, did, didn't you say there was like a sort of uh, workaround to get on PC through Xbox? Uh, now or something or like some sort of like streaming oh that's right game pass ultimate yeah you'd have to pay the 50 dollars a month and then you get access I to that version by a streaming but if we don't want to stream i would just say recommend just getting it just get your xbox one out and just download the game through game pass yeah i see all right well 
Yeah, it's mm. well worth your time. I mean, I have my limited edition Fable 3 over there, too. I'm staring at while I'm looking at this, but yeah. Um, Xbox has brought, you know, many other great games, too. I know a lot of people have liked Lost Odyssey, too, from, like, Lost Odyssey from the original Xbox 360. Wow, this original Xbox 360, that doesn't make sense at all, but yeah, from the Xbox 360. Yeah, um, for Xbox 360, for me, um, like, I never was, like, super with the Xbox, uh, the original one. I mean, but I did have one eventually a little early on in my life, and it was, like, cruddy, and then, like, when I was, like, a teenager, I got a one where the laser was broken, and I couldn't even play any games. I got it for, like, a few bucks, and they were like, ah, it might work. <laughs> Didn't. Um, uh, th uh, thank you, Clarice. Um, anyways, uh, wait, you had an Xbox One with a no, uh, I had an X original Xbox that uh, had a broken laser. laser. Yeah, I couldn't read the CDs for jack shit, not even you know, none of the CDs were broken, they worked on you know, the Xbox One for the backwards compatible ones, but you know, um. But you know, there's that, and um, I I have a unicorn plushie, and the kittens are like trying to eat the the horn. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Boy, but uh, are they liking the they'll probably like a certain something down the road. That is that is uh something that will probably get demonetized. So I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, about that. Uh. Uh, cue the, uh, black and white cat picture. Anyways, um... <laughs> I already said... I think I already said penis a couple times in the show anyway, so this show's already gotten demonetized anyway, even if we tried. Yeah, cue the, uh, black and white image of a cat kissing a, uh... Or, or a, a lady kissing a cat's paw that looks very suggestive and... Not like a cat's paw, until it looked very to the far, uh, left. Uh... You know what it, what the pause attached to, anyways. Um, so, uh, um, but as far as the 360, I um, one of my brothers played. They got the 360 before, and uh, when it was like you know overheating really much at Red Ring of Death, they were trying to prevent that um, by putting a towel on top of it um, and turning it off. Um, and, uh, there was that, um, they were using a lot of Forge mods on Halo 3, I believe, um, or at least the ones where you could place crates oh, whenever Forge, you could. Forge was amazing, oh my god, I love messing around with Forge. Yeah, they would make, um, they would make custom, like, versions of, like, the maps, and, like, you know, the ones that were floating in the sky or something, and, like, if you, like fell off it would be like suicide and like uh you know uh friendly fire or something like that i forgot what it said but it, it there was like things like that and you know it was that world at war and um a few other games like left for dead and stuff where uh oh there's also another um there was another one where it was uh this like spy robot sort of thing where you turn into a skeleton if you died and it was multiplayer. 
and you'd be like a transparent skeleton if you died, and you'd have to hunt the humans or something. I forgot what it was, and then there was like... There was plenty of other games that are really faded memories, but... Oh my god, they were they were not tragic or terrible or sad. I'd knock on his door and say, can I watch you play video games? And, you know, he'd be hang, hang out with his other friends and stuff. Um, and eventually I got the Xbox One for Christmas of 2016, I believe, or 7, no, 2016. And, you know, I was happy about it i got all set up and that's when you know but but before that we were playing on a nintendo console wii u um and the xbox one brought a lot of stuff with it um i have the xbox app on my um my pc and um you know xbox one is still kicking and all that and that's why i told you i could i played morrowind for the first time and um, he picked the lock. Anyways, uh, anyways, uh, and it just like, it was quite a, an experience, um, having a console like that and going to PC now, do I really miss Xbox that much? No, because Microsoft owns Windows and, um, I can always go back to the Xbox One if I wanted to, um, and you know, that like, uh, the 360 was like, you know, the golden child of Xbox, um, and now it's PlayStation that's got a lot more exclusivity, or, like, favoritism, and, like, you know, um, I guess all those years of Xbox having more exclusives really backfired when Sony became the console war winner of this generation, um, but, you know, you know, um, yeah, I know that, like, I remember, like, like I said, the later half of the Xbox 360 generation was really when Microsoft's exclusive palette, like, really came to, like, a, a, came to a lull. Like, that was when they only, you really started to get their form of Halo Gears 4 is a Halo Gears 4 is a Halo Gears 4. Like, that's when that became really a thing was around the later part of that generation. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. And that was when, like, a lot of franchises, like, Fable kind of started to go to the backside, and, like, Project Gotham also went to the backside. You'd think Banjo Kazooie would have lasted, but that really went to the backside. Like, a lot of Rare's IPs went to the backside. Well, as I told you, like, Banjo did not look the same. Yeah, for sure. Like, all like Smoking it... meth all those fucking years has been gone. It really did a number on his facial uh, features. Yeah, not only did Microsoft at that time lose a lot of exclusivities, but, like, once the Xbox One came out, that was a whole freaking disaster in its own right when that first arrived on the scene. Didn't they pull a Sony and say it would cost, like, 600 bucks or something? 500. And now 500. Now because they were shoving down the Kinect. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, the Kinect was another thing. Um... Um, so, like, uh, with the Kinect, yeah, that was also quite interesting. I mean, I never really got to experience the Kinect, but, I mean, I can kind of experience it now, but it's not the same. I could try the, the new, uh, SkyTech thing or whatever they're using, um, for, to, like, or like, uh, 
repurpose it, like the one we talked about last week. Um, but um, connect uh the other gimmicky sort of stuff. Uh, you know what? Connect is funny. I actually had the Xbox 360 one of those, and I had like Sonic Free Riders on it, and I had this boxing game that was actually pretty decent for it. And that was like the only two games I actually utilized for it. I know that Skyrim actually used the Connect for like you could like yell at the dragon house. Oh, that's that's quite that's a way to use it. You could actually use the Connect to like perform dragon shouts. The nice. So that's one use. I never had. I never used Skyrim for that. Hell yeah, I know. But so was something that was able to be done on the 360 version. Um. Oh yeah, Xbox Arcade indie games. Yeah. Think of PlayStation Store, but like the PS4 Store, and the PS5 Store, but like uh, you know, uh. A lot more offensive, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Xbox Arcade was like the back before you could actually buy a full game from the digital stores. It was just like a service you could go for, like it, like smaller scale games and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, I, uh, yeah. 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 I mean, think of it more polished and more of a requirement than, um, you know, uh, PlayStation Store, but their indie games, like, you know, um, I remember, uh, there was a YouTuber I was watching, and he was talking about how, uh, the PlayStation had a few games, like, uh, that were basically, they tried to imitate what Grand Theft Auto was, but they, like, renamed it to, uh, Grand Drag Racing or something, and it was basically, like, um, you were in Saudi Arabia, and, um, the game would lag out as soon as you, um, did anything, uh, other than not press start. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's like saying, like, as long as I don't shove a dildo up my ass, that game will do whatever it has to do. But anyways, I also remembered that, you know... Like I said, the Xbox One start with a rough, with a little bit of rough, but it really does seem like they're pulling their weight around. Never since Phil Spencer came to the scene, yeah. Ever since after Diametric left, Phil Spencer came in and he really just reshaped Xbox for the better. He's been acquiring, he, he's led the team to acquire more talent like Obsidian and Exile. They bought Ninja Theory, which that was a shock at the time. I remember when they first announced Ninja Theory, I'm like, the same people that made Hellblade? Like, holy crap. Oh, yeah, certainly. And then they There's a lot of things to remember uh, the Xbox uh, brand for, you know? And, like, you know, as, a, as somebody as a PC player, I mean, you know, okay, like, yeah, consoles and all that, but it's just like it's it's not like it's not like it was never a part of being a gamer for me or playing video games like that for me, like being actually interested in video games, not casually, you know. 
Um, I went from like, you know, not being able to play any game properly without dying many, many times and not understanding what to do to like, um, let's say being able to play a game properly and then eventually being a lot more people in that game better, you know? Yeah. Um, so you, you it definitely... I was gonna say, so you went from not knowing who Mr. Metallica is to knowing who Mr. Metallica is. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yes, I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew who the the Mr. Uh. Uh, Hetfield son is <laughs> Mr. Hetfield son and uh, Lars son. <laughs> the difference between Lars son and Hetfield son. <laughs> and uh, uh, who's the bassist again? I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but you know, you know, um. I went from uh, being the baby metal to the uh, titanium metal. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Oh yeah, and the acquisition of Minecraft. You know, Minecraft's gone through a shit ton of like things. Like, it went from you know this indie game that some dude made to a very phenomenal like. Uh, type of uh, concept, you know? Yeah, well, Legos. Yeah, it really went from the idea that, you know, it's a small indie game and it became like a worldwide phenomenon where people now make mo motorized pigs that you can drive through. Yeah, and just like uh, other pixel art type games that, uh, you know. Hmm. Require you to play Trouble in Terrace Town and, uh, you know, build, uh, fucking androids that chase you around with steak knives. Anyways, um, by the way, uh, uh, we're, we're making shorts now, so, uh, uh, link in the description. Yeah, uh, whenever I get, I yeah, whenever I get this episode rendered, we'll have a, we'll probably have a short shortly after this. I'm probably going to take the, uh, holy shit, one second. Uh, move on, I'm just going to check well what the fuck that crashing noise was. Right. I mean, overall, like I said, this isn't, this was a, this is really memorable. Xbox has been a pretty integral part of, you know, our gaming lives, and we can't thank Xbox for being around. Happy 20th anniversary Xbox. I I didn't even say it right. Happy 20th anniversary Xbox. And thank you for all you've done for gaming. And now for Alpaca to get back. Let's talk about the fact that God of War 2018 is coming to PC.
this game in particular has been one of the most critically acclaimed PlayStation games of the last generation. And it's interesting to see that they are bringing this game over to PC after, you know, announcing like, games such as Horizon Zero Dawn, Days Gone, Uncharted 4, and several other games I'm sure I can, I'm just blanking on right now, but it's just interesting to see this game, you know, being on PC after, you know, it's, I don't know. Alpaca, what, what do you think of this news? He's probably busy. Has nothing to say. He's probably just thinking of Felix from RE0. And wants to know how much he wants to bang her or him. I don't know. I myself have not played this game, despite me owning a PlayStation 4, but, and 5, technically now. Even then, God of War is this year that has been long associated with PlayStation for a very long time, and to see it just arrive at PC has been a very interesting turn of events. Like, who knew that? There are all these different games that are just coming over to PC now from PlayStation, and you know, I guess the next one, the bunch. Now, Alpaca might be wondering, hey, I want to make sure I could. I know, never mind. I don't want what to say. Um, nothing. We're just talking about how you wanted to bang Felix. Okay, anyways, what do you think of God of War coming to PC? Uh. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, I, I, I come back from one of the, the Hasenbergs knocking something over possibly trying to kill themselves with the, with their own like stupidity and y you're telling me <laughs> you're telling me that Somehow, God of War, the, the Kratos, involves it involves a little like you know, fairness, <laughs> to like. And that somehow has to do. <laughs> And now, now it's just there's so. How do? What do you think of God of War coming to PC? Oh, you know, you know, you know, you know. And um, you know. Oh my God! This was the first I ever did. 
I actually like literally crying with tears. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know what? This 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 episode will have two shorts. Cause I wanna know what the fuck you said behind my back, you motherfucker! It's not funny. Just do what Ghost Waller does. It's not funny. It's not funny. You fell out of your chair laughing. It's not funny. <laughs> Sorry. But seriously, what do you think of God of War coming to PC? I think it's very, um, very good. Credits to, uh, Sony for, uh, you know, um, you know, allowing this to happen and, uh, you know, here's hoping we get to see, uh, Fat Thor, biblically accurate, um, Fat Thor from Endgame in, um, full 8K. On my 3090 Ti. That's all I can say. And hopefully I'll be able to hear the uh, entirety of what you said while I was watching my cats um, crash and, uh, you know, destroy my property. You know, like the, the, uh, the Hashburg looking ass fucking cats. Oh, the Habsburg? Habsburg, whatever. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I just think like with Sony coming out with more and more PC ports, it seems like it's going to be inevitable that we'll see something like maybe Spider-Man down the road. A lot of people seem to want that. I know Ghost Roller really wants that. Or Bloodborne. I'd like to, I wouldn't mind seeing Bloodborne PC. That'd be really cool. I would be. You know, you wouldn't have to just is Dark Souls on, on uh, PC? Dark Souls is actually a Bandai Namco thing, and yes, all three games are on PC. I see. So it would be basically you'd be seeing that game, but on like you know, like that game, but like on PC, it'd, it'd just be like another way to play. Like, <laughs> stop giggling. Um, it'd be another way to play. I can't think. There'll be another way to play Bloodborne, this time with with a uh, keyboard and mouse, just like uh, Souls games. Right, and more than than locked frame rates. Oh yes, and the frame rate sort of stuff. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> um, I never cared about the frame rates till I played Grand Theft Auto Online on the Xbox One, and then I quit as soon as I got. 
killed by a Mark III oppressor. Flying through the sky. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough about this topic. I think we are all pretty excited for those who are PC gamers who are excited about Sony games. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Hydro being excited for uh, talking behind my back, and then... Oh. <laughs> Uh, hey. um. Oh, also, um, remember what I told you about somebody arriving here that I didn't agree with too much? Mm-hmm. I just saw the car pull in, by the way. Alright. So, if I have to quick mute while I'm talking... I'll pause the recording if that happens. Just saying. Or, or, right. just or we'll just continue it tomorrow, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, on to uh, CD Projekt Red. Actually delaying yes. Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3. Uh, I, I'd say it's a it's a port, but it's more of a remaster because it'll be it's a re-release, but it's remastered re-release. Yeah, so the next-gen versions of this game here in Witcher 3. Well, it's, it's a re-release. Re It'll be a re-release because it's released later. So, but it's a, it's a port. But it's a... My brain hurts. Hey, at least we'll be able to play it at 60. <laughs> or at least at 30 frames, anyway. <laughs> If you're on Xbox One, piece uh, Xbox Series X and PS PS Five, you can already play this game like sixty frames per second. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! I thought they still copped out and like capped it at thirty because they didn't want like Pecker showing through uh, your character's uh, genes. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want Felix's. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyway, so the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, you know, their next gen, next gen patch along with Witcher threes was supposed to arrive in late twenty twenty one, but instead they're gonna arrive in twenty twenty two in the second quarter. Well, yeah. Why just not talking? <laughs> so this game here. Is going to get its next gen patch in the second quarter of 2022. Rather than this year. So, yeah, they actually delayed it. Now, it's funny to. Th I still remember this. It's funny to think that at one point in time, you know, CD Projekt Red was hailed. As, like, one of the greatest developers out there. And then Cyberpunk 2077 came out and changed everything. I was talking about how CD Projekt Red used to be a really competent and amazing developer in the eyes of the public. But then Cyberpunk 2077 got released and it changed everything. Water. 
Earth. Fire. <laughs> the worst part is, is that fucking, you know, th like, it, it, this game was delayed for a decade. And it's, it, they couldn't unspaghettify it. They just couldn't. They, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if somebody else was in charge and didn't get the uh, chef the spaghetti. No, if if they'd actually have like, you know, not set such an ambitious thing, because like I remember people were waiting it for it since last decade ago, and you know, I think I've known. Ghostwater less than this game has been delayed. Now the funny like, thing, seriously. I know the funny thing to think about too is that remember, like reading before the game came out, that developers wanted to delay it by another like two years. But the problem was, was that the it was the fact that the corporate heads wanted to release it at that time. So the corporate heads did not pay attention to the developers and just released the game in its in that in that state that it was at launch. It's just, I think after ten years they would have had it down packed. It's like Duke Nukem Forever. That game will be forever delayed. I mean, you know. Yeah, Duke Nukem Forever was delayed ten thousand times, and then it released. It was like the worst Duke Nukem game ever. Yeah, I mean, I it just seems like they were trying to polish a turn, like, you know, but they, at the very core of it, it was a turn, but they just kept on spraying it with gold and diamonds and everything, and you just, like, like I don't know. They could have, they could have just, you know, they could have just made something else, I guess, or, you know, not made something else, but they could have just, like, retried i guess like i know it's been built from the ground up uh, plenty of times but and they could not get it right but as far as i understand you know they kept getting <laughs> ideas 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 and it kept building up like i know a lot of people are thinking that like being able to like use like the razor blades from like your hand to be able to like climb up walls and do like parkour stuff was going to be a thing in the game but then that supposedly got removed. And they replaced it with another thing. Which then they needed to remove to replace with another thing. <laughs> which then needed to be removed to show the dick of the CEO of CD Projekt Red. Just kidding. What? What? Like a prosthetic uh, Joe Jonas? Um, <laughs> sorry. You know that's actually relevant because that we could actually we actually did talk about Joe Donis' replica stuff. Yeah, I still wonder why the fuck you need a replica hand of uh, a famous, just some random ass famous actor, just replica hand. Like uh, <laughs> back when Anyways. we back when we actually used to end the episode guarantee with a shit post. Ah, fun times. Back when we used to like. Hear like uh the f <laughs> back when we used to hear um my AC my, my fan and 
every single car that drove by, as well as some asshole in the kitchen screaming at a, like a bug on the ceiling. Uh, back in the day, we used to be more perfectionist, and then all of a sudden, allow audio glitches to ruin the entire series. Ah, fun times. Back back in the day when uh, you couldn't record. Prop. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm so, I, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to actually. That's I feel like that's a struggle for you, and I don't want actually want to be mean like that. I don't no, mean it. No, it's fine. It, it, that's a that's a valid roast. Yeah. Back in the day when we used to have a certain host reliably show. Wait, I want to go that far. Back in the day when uh, he asks you to uh, enable desktop audio as well as NDI. Sorry. No, no I think that was my end i think it would yeah. automatically enable oh my god we would have had windows 10 with a clear discussion as our first intro episode and then all of a sudden we said to talk about a gpu's heist that was older news because so i was more interested in that yeah back in the day when uh what Back in the day. I have to mute. Uh, back in the day when we weren't uh, roasting me about my uh, um, my uh, feelings towards a, a uh, anime, um, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, I, uh, cat girl. Actually, I'm a boy. No, you're fucking not. No, you're fucking not. Meow? Bites your ear. <laughs> so many good times in the older episodes, and look how much we've changed. Not really. Other than artificially liking these episodes every single freaking episode, every time. Oh, that's great. This show became more of a comedy show than an actual news show. Back in the day when uh, you thought Felix was artificially uh, expanding his, uh, you know. I'm going to stop now. We'll just insert expand dong on screen or people in the audio version will actually hear that. Hi, I'm Bonzi. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it was good to see Cyberpunk actually get delayed. This update gets delayed, and it's like I actually take time to improve the game even more. I can't wait to play that on my Series X. The update. But I need to get one of those new... And with less uh, backwards-facing people who are sitting on the bench in the incorrect position. Mm. Their legs, like, uh, going straight through the actual uh, bench uh, back... You know, it's funny. When I was playing Cyberpunk 2077 myself, I never, as far as I know, I never really encountered many glitches. Which is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very impressive. All right. Um, I think at this point we can then move on to how Among Us got its release date on Xbox Series X slash s and ps and the playstation 4 and 5 
I just gotta ask about that. It's had like a controller support on PC for the longest time. I and it seems like it would be easy to just put on the other you know consoles. To be honest. Well, funny enough, it was on Switch first. Oh, wait. Yeah. So so they go from mobile to desktop, like um, home console. To making it actually like a hybrid console that so, they put it on, and now it's like. So it looks like Among Us was originally released on PC, which then got ported to the mobile, which then carried over to the Nintendo Switch, and now it's officially being released on the rest of the platforms. I see. And that date is, ladies and gentlemen, you too can throw people off a ship. On December 14th, if you are going to get it on Xbox or PlayStation. Chase people around with robotic steak knives. That too. <laughs> they have to be motorized traps. But you know what? Among Us is a game that I feel like would be really good with friends. Like if you've seen, it's like a really good game with friends. And I just haven't had the right group of people to be able to you know, try the game out with. I remember Ghostweller. I remember Ghostweller actually gifting me the game, so I have the game on Steam because of him. But anyways, yeah, there is a thirty-hour crewmate edition that Kate comes with. You know, they have some different editions here, like a thirty-hour edition and a fifty-hour edition. And then a ninety dollar edition. That's a super special edition. Yeah, I um, I don't get that. Um, I hope it actually comes with like figurines and stuff because that is a lot for what is essentially Trouble in Terrace Town or uh, Salem Witch or Werewolf or Detective or whatever it's called. Yeah, so the $50 version actually does come with a purple crewmate plushie, enamel pin, and a lanyard. The $90 version comes with some more goodies, including a steelbook case, a beanie, and a fleece of blanket. So you be a, uh, would it be inappropriate to display a yellow, uh, yellow guy twerking? Uh, that gif. <laughs> Sorry. Go for it. Show's my, not monetized anyway, so why not? Have fun. Um. So I, I didn't really see it, but I, I, I found this. I found this. Give me one second. Uh, what is this? Um, oh my god. Wow. Get wrecked, scrub. 
anyways. Imagine, imagine fucking playing this game and the people tell you that they were, like, they would beat you if you, if they were, if, if you were their child. Dude, that would make me want to make them the imposter. Yeah, certainly. Anyways, besides us now knowing the date for Among Us. Let's talk about McCree's new name. Because uh, McCree got a new name. Because the Activision Blizzard controversy. And... Are you ready for it? As soon as it loads? Yeah, sure. Hit me with it. Oh, as soon as it loads, of course. The name is... Wrong says. I got the wrong status on there. I'll probably update the link in the description. One second. When Twitter does not want to be an absolute. Here it is. So, yeah, you just type in, like, twitter.com slash playoverwatch and scroll a little bit. You'll have to see it. And McCree's new name is Cole Cassidy. That's a new name, Cole Cassidy. So, so you're telling me after all this time it would be something boring like fucking Cole Cassidy? No, no offense, but like that. Okay, so I know the idea of this character being named Acredi is inappropriate, given the context of what happened, we like a few months ago, and. Years and years and years, years ago. Um, I'm just saying that I, I, Cole Cassidy. Yeah, I'm the same way too. It just doesn't have the same ring. That yeah, it doesn't seem seem to make sense for the character as well as, you know, um. I mean, no, I'm. I don't think that's a great name for him. Like that. That doesn't have the same ring, like you said. Like, no, no, that's terrible. I mean, it's better than having him be named after a uh, a, uh, a pervert. But you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. James McCree just sounds so much better than Cole Cassidy. It's going to take a while for us to get used to this. If he was just named, like, uh, James Cassidy, 
just keep the first name and fuck the, you know, the McCready, you know. Mm-hmm. That would that would be all right for me. Yeah. But, you know, James Cassidy, you know, the gunslinger, I guess that makes sense, but Cole Cassidy, nah. It sounds like you're saying trying to say like a uh, cold casket or something. <laughs> you know. Right. Like He's a dead character, I guess. I don't know. You could, you're probably just gonna call, yeah. He'll they likely just use the Cassidy for when you select him in the, in the menus and everything like that. So it's not going to be always be Cold Cassidy. I know, but it even just, Cassidy doesn't fit him. No, it doesn't. I, I would I would love to see um something like uh like uh. Something Wild West, something that sounds like a, uh, something you'd hear of, like, the famous gunslinger, uh, you know, uh, Buffalo Cody Bill, you know, call him, like, fucking, uh, uh, just call him Felix. Call him, like, oh my god, (laughs) call him, like, I don't know, call him, like, um, like Felix. Jimson, call him like Jimison. No. <laughs> call him like uh Felix. like. <laughs> so. Um. Anyways, continue what you're saying. I promise I won't interrupt this time. <laughs> Uh, that's the wrong one. Uh, but I mean that—that's you uh, when you uh, talk about the the Ferris. Anyways, um, call him. Uh, I don't know. Call him fucking um. Uh, just call him Mike uh, Tyson. Just kidding. Okay, so um. Let's call him like uh uh this I don't know <laughs> sorry uh I don't know jeez call him like uh like uh like Applewood I guess call him like. Cole Applewood. I don't know. Call him Tyson Peniston. Just kidding. Call him, uh... Call him, uh... Scuba Jonesy. (laughs) Ah, Jonesy. It's a classic. Call him, uh... Uh... John... John Gunslinger. I don't know. Call him like, uh, you know, like, uh, um, we'll have his wife be Monica. How about that? Wait, I want to make too many jokes on that. God. Call him like, uh, you know, uh, where is it? Uh, pain. <laughs> 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 uh, these, these, 
that's that we're getting old. All right, everybody. Three days has passed since we were last recording, and we're just gonna continue the topics of where we left off. It's gonna contain updates on upcoming third-party game for PS4 and PS5. Let's see this real quick. Yeah, so it's gonna focus. The show's gonna look into be about twenty minutes or so, and they're gonna focus on previously announced games, plus a couple new reveals. So, Alpaca, any predictions what you think will be here? Okay, so. So we're on the state of play. Yep. Alright, so. For PlayStation... You know they've re they they have uh, remade um, most of their um, you know most of their like older flagship PS one games they've had some sort of remake or reboot or remaster. <laughs> I wonder if Rockstar Games is gonna make any part of PlayStation like uh because i know like i think with red dead 2 there's a few exclusives for the playstation 4 they had a tad bit of a partnership or a, like a not a partnership a, a tad bit of like exclusivity thing kind of like a call of duty forces like certain players only play a certain type of game mode like uh there was like a, a non-slot like zombie mode that they they still haven't released on, on cold war still as far as right now all right um but uh as far as the 26th of October 21 um but uh I would love to see at least them to like do some sort of like presentation that involves um the whole Rockstar game sort of like uh like a trilogy like the GTA 5 or not fuck sorry oh the the remaster trilogy <laughs> the remaster trilogy sorry well they actually did make a, a reveal a trailer for the game just recently yeah. which which we will talk about that in the next episode oh yeah but um i think like the whole like uh the thing with that trilogy just to like start off with it a little bit yeah they'll probably talk about it yeah, they're gonna do some things. Like I know they did mention, like you know, the Unreal Engine thing is confirmed. I see. I, I, because like, it, it seems like a like a translation from, you know, the like, the, of course they updated the uh, lighting and stuff and a little bit of upscaling. But I I noticed that besides a few things like maybe drive bys and a few Grand Theft Auto Five type of control scheme. Hmm. Uh, things that they mentioned um it looks like the same game but like with a a little bit more of an upscale on on everything but it's just it's not as uh uh true to heart i feel mm -hmm. like it feels like they it's kind of like one of those types of oh this is a port with like better textures yeah it feels like a mod more than anything a very large scale mod no offense right i um, hear you but We'll talk about that definitely on episode 15. Or, fuck, 16. Oh, I was... <laughs> Sorry. So, um... 
now this time out they're focusing on announcements updates for upcoming third party stuff yeah so like gta could be something we might see a, a brief trailer for final yeah. Fantasy 16 could be something here maybe mm-hmm. um if they do show off first party stuff probably like horizon forbidden west might be here but then again they are i think god of war i feel like they wouldn't show that off considering they just recently announced that more of that game in the last one yeah nor do i i don't think we'll all i don't think we'll also see like you know like wolverine and spider-man t- those two games will not see here no the very least we could see is like small like very early concept art if anything which i assume they wouldn't want to show off just like coming soon and it's just like you know yeah so um, we got like a 40 minute like presentation that was like a couple like a couple like last month or two ago so it's like yeah, yeah so i the most they could do is just rehash or small things that they they have already yeah but that's 2022 or 2023 so it's like yeah I have uh, a feeling it's kind that, of far away. Yeah, I do have a feeling that a lot of the stuff we will be seeing here will be a, a couple small indie games. I I don't think that's a surprise. I think we'll see a couple indie games here as well. Certainly. Which um, ones? I don't know for sure, but I do think there will be a couple indie games here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so it's happening tomorrow or Wednesday, October twenty seventh at two p.m. Pacific time, which is five o'clock eastern standard time at uh this p.m yep wait is this p.m yeah it's 5 p.m <laughs> i was gonna say hold on a damn second um all right so five yeah. o'clock p.m um yeah. for people in new york i guess and or us hurt us yeah or, or us yeah um, um so yeah i would gonna say too is that like you know if this video does go up after the direct, not direct, uh, the state of play, mm-hmm. just note that way. At least we try to make an announcement for it, and then we'll definitely talk about this again on episode 16 with all the full announcements and everything like that. Certainly. Um, another thing is, uh, remember Abandoned? I wonder if they're going to have anything here, like, considering that they already had, like, that, like, strange-ass, like, walking through a door sort of trailer oh yeah i don't know i don't know (laughs) yeah i don't know if they're gonna do anything with that or if they're just like i don't i would be surprised if based on how controversial that was if sony tried to distance themselves from that Uh, i would love it if they just debated everyone (laughs) again oh my god anyways like if that game actually did come out that'd be freaking hilarious yeah um but it probably will get like a four out of ten on Metacritic or some stupid thing like that. So who the hell knows? Yeah, I'd, I'd assume probably just you know very distance like take on it. That's like you know this this was not good. You know sort of thing. Oh, absolutely! You one hundred percent know it. Yeah. Uh, anything else you think you'd you'd see here or? Uh, not really right now. Um, I, I'm going to be muted for a little bit. I hear something in the background. I don't want to be picked up at all. Um, right. Like I said, disrespectful people. 
on on my end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I continue on. I won't take I won't take more than like a few minutes. Okay. All right. I I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. So our next topic here for today, while Alpaca is gone, is start is a game called Haunted Chocolatier, and this is made by the developer Concerned Ape, who made Stardew Valley. Look in the game, there's some similarities, like you own like a little building or something like that, and you're trying to like build up a business. In this case, you're Jack's doing a chocolatier, selling chocolate like that, and they're saying this game is supposed to be more action RPG esque, and yeah, it's like you're there's a lot more just crafting and you're just owning a chocolate shop. And just looking at the game itself, like it looks like it's gonna be similar in vain of like Stardew Valley and and that's gonna have more action elements to it, so I guess they're gonna improve the combat of the game. Actually, I remember looking at this show for a little bit and it looked like the swinging of the sword is still the same, but they probably could, you know, add like action, like sword abilities or whatever the case may be. Or maybe the chocolate you make actually give you combat bonuses or something like that. That could be really cool. Or maybe they'll add like magic. Or maybe you'll have like the ability to manipulate the ghosts in some way. Like, in that sort of way, that could be pretty cool. And I'm sure that Alpaca is probably having the time of his life. With Felix right now. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to enjoy being with Felix. And, yeah. It's going to be a great time with Felix. Um, Anyways, back to the topic at hand. I think this is going to be a cool game. Let's see if Alpaca will come back. Because I don't want to leave him. Well, I'm probably hearing noises in my headset from Alpaca doing something with Felix. And yeah. It's going to be a great time. And it also says here for the game that it's going to be on PC first. So it probably means that the console version will be down the line. I know Stardew Valley did get on the consoles, and it would be nice to play something like this, especially something like the Switch, because due to its portable nature, like how Alpaca likes to daydream about Felix. Fun times ahead. And I'm sure he's probably, if he doesn't hear me, he's probably jamming out to this band here because he loves Babe Metal. Um, anyways, yeah. There is no multiplayer right now. They just say that. And yeah, yeah, like I said, it looks like a good game. I've enjoyed Target Valley, and I probably will enjoy this game. Hoping I'll pack and get come back so I can at least get his thoughts. <laughs> Instead of sucking on Felix's dick. But he says he has to do something real quick, so who knows what it actually is. It probably is something with Felix. (laughs) 
but I guess I can continue talking about this game too. Um, yeah, the game look again. The art style looks very similar to Stardew Valley since it looks like it's using the same engine and a lot of the same assets in some ways, like probably some of the trees. Wait, did I just hear a little flick from Alpaca? I'm back. What are your thoughts on on Hot Chocolate here? Uh, give me one second. Let me look up the screenshots of it. We well, yeah, I did I did hear you talk about it looking like Stardew Valley and how it seemed like it was on the same engine. Yeah, the, the article that I have in the description in our chat actually has a couple screenshots you could look at, and the trailer's there too. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely looks a lot like, uh, it definitely looks a lot like the, uh, Stardew Valley palette, except, uh, like the characters look a lot less taller. Like, uh, I remember, am I misremembering it or something? Let me look at it. Um, oh, no, never mind. I, I could have sworn that characters were a bit taller looking. Like, they're, they were, like, at least, like, uh, three squares wide. <sighs> I don't know. Right. What, what is... I, I'm misremembering that now. Like, I, I could have sworn everyone looked a lot taller. I don't know, but yeah, it looks like a, it actually looks a little bit more pi pixelated, um, to be honest, like a little bit more, um, along the lines of like a, a, uh, a, uh, a thicker lined pixel art that, that started, um, that could be the, the location though, but, uh, I just noticed how different is slightly started to do with like eh. yeah like the assets themselves in general just look very much like stardew valley inspired like i don't it's i don't think the buildings especially seem like you know they are yeah certainly different, but like the, the art style is very reminiscent of it oh yeah i mean then again these screenshots are gonna be from you know and a different build or like a little a little bit far away build you know maybe it's hard to really say but eh, anyways i don't know For some reason I'm, i i think i think what happened was is i was watching something along the lines of like one of those sierra games and like i how different the art style was but it was like a like a, or maybe i'm thinking of like the uh script welder games because like he had a few games that were Pixel art inspired. Anyways, whatever. Uh, anyways, um, this is uh, this looks nice. Um, hopefully it's uh, hopefully it's as um, you know uh, hopefully it's as uh, deep as Stardew Valley because with Stardew Valley, um. 
I, I didn't know that characters had their own sort of, like, favorite thing, and, you know, they were, like, like, the entire town, I remember, secretly really despises, like, poppy flowers, <laughs> and, um, I gave it to one of the villagers, and they looked at me with disgust or something, and I was like, what did I do wrong, you know? And this was after spending a lot of time uh, clearing out the, uh, the the land and all the boulders and shit. And I was like, I, I was I didn't get very far into the game, if if you, as you can tell. But I looked up the wiki and like, there's like one person who likes poppy flowers, and it's like, what did I do wrong? Um. My my grandpa gave me this land, and now. Everyone turned their backs on me and nobody likes me. So I just kind of like, <laughs> I kind of just gave up immediately. <laughs> but, uh, that's my problem. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't, I didn't hate the game or blame it on the game. It was just like, wow. <laughs> I, I, uh, I had no idea this game was like that deep that villagers would you know, insult you <laughs> for for giving them flowers that nobody likes except for one yeah. strange character. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, Stardew Valley also, it seemed like it's going to carry a lot of aspects, like the dating aspects and everything like that. So a lot of things seem to be very similar to Stardew Valley in many ways. It's just that it's taking that what it made it, you know, special, just putting it into a different setting and just tweaking some things. Yeah. I see. Which um Yeah, let, let me look at marriage and friendship and villagers. Which one of them loved like poppies but would would like bar you from anything if they, if you gave them anything else? I, I forgot which one. Um and of course they don't really give you a, a list of who they are besides their name and their uh, uh, artwork sprite. Uh, uh, whatever. Non marriage candidates. Oh, okay. Nice. And it, I, th I think it was like, is it, was it Penny that I was talking to? And she was like, fuck you. Don't give, don't talk to me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on a second. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, for for loved gifts, she loves poppies. So, and if I go to anyone else, like, uh, Emily, or, like, who's this fucking guy, Sam? He looks like he went Super Saiyan. Um, yeah, every, every, every one of them hates poppies except for Penny, and... <laughs> Just imagine you're giving somebody a gift, and they think that it's it's an innocent gift. It's not like you gave them like, you know, something they didn't want. Like it's literally just or cocaine. <laughs> you know, um, imagine giving them something very out of the ordinary, 
and they completely reject you and want nothing to do with you. Like, imagine if I gifted you... Don't talk about it. <laughs> imagine if you gifted me Fortnite. <laughs> when it's free. <laughs> what they gift you, like, 500 V-Bucks? So imagine I gifted you 500 V-Bucks. I would probably put it in the recesses of my mind, and then one day when I'm asked, hey, can I have some V-Bucks? Uh, I'll just give it to somebody out of charity. <laughs> and be like, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Anyways, yeah. No, I th I think everyone despises poppies as a <laughs> as an item, and uh, literally wanted nothing to do with me except for that one person. Anyways, um. So, here's hoping they have more aspects of that. Except you. Um, I hope they have more aspects, like, you, you know how you can poison the entire town with a, with a disgusting mushroom? Yeah. Um, I hope they have something like that, but it actually has long-lasting effects, like, you know. Uh, actually, let me look it up. Does it, does that change anything? Uh... Stardew Valley poisoning the entire town. Uh, cut dating the entire town. Nope, that's not what I <laughs> Just imagine just playing the hottest person in the entire game or making the other person just like, I'm going to have a romantic relationship with every person in the freaking town be like the biggest town prostitute. <laughs> They're gonna be that everyone's gonna be like, I married every single person in the entire town and divorced every single person in the entire town. And now I'm the most hated person in the entire town. I got this one steam like a thread. <laughs> And oh shit! It leads to a fucking um. It lead it led to a a, a tabloid article. <laughs> it says Stardew Valley trying to turn us into communists. And I'm just like, <laughs> ne never. What the fuck? <laughs> How much paste did you sniff as a child? <laughs> How much glue did he snort? Oh, Jesus. Alright, um... Okay, um... <laughs> but, uh, Chocolatier. Good game. Made by the people who... <laughs> who, you can do anything in the country now. But now you can do anything in the in the Himalayas or the mountains or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know where, where it is. Anyways. Yeah, if you look at the screenshot, I can kind of give an idea that it's kind of, again, like a, looks like yeah. Brit British, yeah. but it's like a, like a British-inspired area. You could tell by, like, the European-esque ar architecture or something like that. 
Yeah. But yeah, it looks like a good game. I'm looking forward. I'll probably be looking forward to trying this game out. Me I, too. Yeah, but I'll probably use Game Pass because I don't know if I'm gonna like it. Kind of like how Stardew Valley was like. I it I didn't. It wasn't a miss. It was just the traumatic events of being, um, <laughs> the traumatic events of being fucking you know, um exiled by the entire community except for this one woman <laughs> who liked flower that everyone else hated <laughs> oh jesus that's that that is that is depressing all right i think we move on all right. to, yeah i think we move on to the next topic now which we're going to briefly talk about this apple sh showcase that happened this earlier in the week yep alright paste <laughs> the glorious goals of copy and pasting oh man oh man oh man airpods um yeah so they announced a couple things here they showed off some, a, a new macbook using their M1 your Apple Silicon. Oh yeah. So it's I, I, I can only hope. Sorry. I can only hope that it's made for like, you know, optimized for, you know, like what MacBooks do. You know, like, because yeah. like I I know with Intel is very multi-purpose. You can also game on it, but Ryzen is where it's at right now. Yeah. Well, the M1 Pro could possibly be like kind of like a thing that's like mostly just work oriented. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Windows PCs, which are based on the x86 architecture, are, you know, both AMD and Intel, which use the same architecture. Oh, wait. wait. They're not going to have Windows supported on, on these? Well, the thing is, they use an entirely. They aren't using x86. They are the M1 chips are ARM based. Oh yeah, I forgot about that whole. Oh, it has to be you know x86. Okay, I mean, hey, they could make a Windows like Windows X Apple sort of like weird like like uh Linux distribution, right? For like the Linux uh developers out there, that'd be pretty funny. Right, but yeah, this looks like you know. These seem like they're solid because, like we said before, Apple's, you know, ecosystem has a lot of creativity apps and a lot of, like, content creator people tend to use Apple products for, like, content creation, be it music or art or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean... Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, if, I mean, if Ghostweather liked Apple products, he probably would pick one of these up, maybe, but we don't know for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know his true opinions on Apple products because I know he has an iPhone, but I don't know if I've ever, if I can remember right now, if he said that it was like, uh, well, I despise it because it cracks way too easily or something. I don't know. Right. Because uh, like, I know that's a big thing with Apple products. They always like have fragile screens, you know? <laughs> yeah, they try to make um, everything. It's funny with Apple products. I like to make everything as like as exclusive as possible. Like, not like PlayStation, who recently, you know, started putting their games on PC. Oh, no, 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 no. Apple tends to make everything exclusive to them. 
Yeah. All, every product and, is exclusive to their ecosystem. They don't like to branch out very much. Which is uh, their entire opinion, but they're very alienating in that sense. I yeah, feel. like, if if iOS was available on, like, a Samsung phone, Android probably would have been done. Especially oh, yeah. if it was in the early days and iOS did that, oh yeah, Android would have been roasted. Yeah, uh, they feel like they feel like Nintendo in a sense when they, when it comes to them always wanting like during the, at least the Wii U days mm. when they were very locked it down. Um, though I'd I would love to see an Apple M1 chip like that is like codenamed M1 x86 to see if how it would perform on Windows just like a as like a sample test or something like they could just make an exclusive batch. Um. That would be actually quite funny to like, not funny, uh, quite fun to experiment with. It would be funny because they're, they're very, you know, exclusive. Um, but I'm just saying, yeah, you know. So I know that there is technically an ARM based Windows, but eh, we'll see. Anyways, uh, the next part they showed Future. again. Future. Future. Sorry. <laughs> They show off another variant of AirPods, which is like their premium wireless earbuds. They make... I think I said this before. When are they going to make wired AirPods? Probably never, because they already did that experiment. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not going to do that ever again, unfortunately. Like, they have, like, the, they already did something like that, like... The earpods, I don't remember those. Yeah. Yeah, they're not gonna make another wired version of the of of the, what they have for the AirPods again. They're gonna stick with that earpod thing for who knows how long. But how are they gonna uh shove the lightning cable up people's asses down? Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, get roasted. I guess I don't know. Um, we don't even know if we even roast Apple or not. We're just like, eh. Eh. Okay. Yep. And then they showed off a HomePod Mini, which is like their, I guess like a smart speaker. HomePod Mini. The, it's Yeah, I can only assume that this is uh, Siri without having to have a phone or something. Yep. Uh, well, you need a phone still to use it, but, you know, it, it uh, you get it. <laughs> I mean, Yang, I guess. I don't know. It's like, they want that, because Apple's whole model, as we all know, they like to have everything exclusive so that you keep buying their products. They want, if you have an Apple device, you want as many things paired up with that Apple device. Yeah. Like... Mm. Like, you have an iPhone? Well, you're probably going to want maybe this HomePod Mini that has Siri integration so you can pair your Apple fo your iPhone with that or a MacBook maybe so you can have, like, you know, synchronization. Like, it's funny to think about, though, if you, if you really think about it. I feel like the MacBook is actually the most distant product from, like, Apple's core categories. Yeah, certainly. Like, the MacBook itself, like, it has its own library apps or like that, but the thing is that if you have, like, an iPad or iPhone, a lot of those things kind of interact in many ways because they use practically the same operating system, even though they label it different things. 
whether it's iPad OS or iOS, they're technically the same operating system. The only difference is one's more optimized for a tablet than a phone. Yeah, and MacBooks. I can only assume that you can like, like, did they use eighty six x eighty six on MacBooks? Remember what like, we saw with the new MacBook. I know. I'm just saying the old ones. The older ones did use x eighty six for a time. I see, because I, I was going to say, like, at least you could remove the drive and then install Windows on it, and then it would probably run terribly, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, a lot of things are possible, just like I said, like, the i the iPhone and iPad are more integral for every, like, even then, like, the Apple Watch, even, that's, you, oh, you want, probably want an iPhone to make sure that pairs up properly. Like, it yeah, integrates. Of course. A lot of the products definitely integrate more with their iPhones and iPads more so than the MacBook does. Yeah. Or even that um, i or even the older iMac that looked like a freaking trash bin. Yeah. Um when it comes to this though, I think that them trying to make it a monopoly in a sense, because like it feels like it feels like like when when um when uh uh, movie producers make a a fake like uh they kind of feel like a fake like uh not, not like they feel like the official like uh fake products i guess <laughs> i don't know how to say it like uh you know movies always have this fake company that is like everywhere because they can't come up with other companies for that mm-hmm like how in GTA, uh, you know, uh, you know, for GTA Five, you look on the guns. There's like always Vom Fewer or something, or like there's always Sprunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so it feels like they they just want everything integrated um, for your life, and you could never have an Android or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but that's a monopoly in a sense, because like they they have a monopoly on you. You are like you are you are one product only. You are that much of a a fan of Apple. Mm. You know what they call fanboys. Like that's their monopoly on you. So it's like, I mean, I get it. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's your product. But can we skip this whole like? Um, what was it? Um, I think we were forced to like do uh, what was it? We're forced to like. I forgot there was one thing, but like, uh, Apple phones had a very tough time sending things over Bluetooth to like, um, or like through SMS to Android phones or something. Yeah, because Apple has their own unique like iMessage encryption thing or whatever. They don't. Yo, they don't have like they are. They don't typically use the universal standard for everything. I see. Yeah, but it feels like that is way really backwards, and that also like, um, because like, I remember I said before how Europe kind of forcing USB C for Apple was bad because it ruins innovation. But when it's literally harming a lot of things, like when it came to harming like you know, e-waste, um, becoming a 
bigger problem to literally unable to send uh, help or ask for something for your friend because they're using an Android or vice versa. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's quite that is quite a scary thing that you have to have two separate devices. It's kind of like the whole console war sort of thing. Go where your friends are. And if one of your friends decides to go on the other platform, either they lose co like communication or you have to text them and say, you know, um, we're playing this. And uh, if you want, you can head over and we'll do couch co-op, I guess, for, for you. Because you're, you don't have our system. Before crossplay was a thing, anyway. You know? Yeah, like, I know for a fact that, you know, I know now, you, you know, you can technically, like, one of the bigger things was, you know, iMessage, like, the, you know, when you do, like, the video chat on, like, Apple's video chatting thing. Like, nowadays, mm -hmm. you can technically, you know, join in on, like, an Android phone or a Windows device if you have, like, the URL that the person that's hosting it can send to, but... That is a another example of Apple's, like, you know, one-person, like, mentality, like... Yeah. Like, they want you locked in. I know a lot of tech companies like to do this, too. Like, you know, Facebook wants you to get integrated with its products, too. Like, if you have a Facebook account, you know, they want you to go on Instagram or WhatsApp or... If you have an Oculus, even, like, Facebook forced you to do that. Or in Microsoft's case, it's like, oh, if you sign up for our account, which... Yeah, I mean, I, I admit... If you're on Windows, we kind of are forced victim to this. It's like, oh, we want you to have Xbox, or we want you to go on Microsoft Office. We want you to do all this stuff. Yeah, and I understand there's a few, like, ch loopholes or challenges that they have to go through to, like, say, hey, like, from Microsoft to Sony, hey, can we please do cross-platform? We, we got Nintendo on board. Can we have a little bit more of a, a connection towards each other? And... You know, they're going to be like, well, I'm sorry, bud. We, we want to keep to ourselves. And it's like, I remember there was a whole thing like Fortnite, you could play on PlayStation 4 and have crossplay and like accidentally enabled because it there was a bug that enabled it on PS4, but for some time. That was, at, and, like, I think it was, that was early in Fortnite's life. And early in like crossplay um, type games, right? Yeah, so if Fortnite would have my early in, like, I don't know if it was the Battery Out life or, like, Save the World's life or whatever, Fortnite actually had cross-play enabled, and then Sony came in, and they were like, hey, knock this down. And supposedly it was actually a bug that was enabled, but Sony was like, yo, fix this shit. Yeah, because, like, uh, I, I can very much tell that that's, a, that's an issue, like, uh, with... You know they don't want it. It's just like I. I feel like. I feel like having like your IP as like a uh, you know an established brand, and somebody wants to come along and you know. You know that's different. Like if, something wasn't as popular or as trusted, like, um. Because I know like. Um, one of the reasons why you'd play on Steam versus any other, um, thing for, like, <clears throat> for, like, uh, another, uh, video game 
hosting platform. The only reason why you'd play uh, certain games is because, uh, like, exclusively for, for other people who place uh, that game on Steam, you know, not, not that game as in Fortnite, but a general um, generic game, is because, like, Valve account bans can be circumvented by playing um, on a different platform, of course. So if somebody has a bad reputation on Steam and their IP is banned, they can just play on a different platform and get through that way and play on a either less reputable or as reputable but still hasn't been banned just yet uh hosting service you know like steam uh so i do understand there's trust where you have to you know you're gonna encounter people who aren't you know you know trustworthy and you're gonna encounter people that but, but that's just the nature of being online as well as being able to just like, um, you know, be able to enjoy having, uh, I'm on this platform. Uh, can I, you know, can I join you if you're on the different platform sort of thing? But with Apple, like for me, I feel like if, if they were to just lock everything down like that, as if, it was a genuine problem that only they experienced like that, you know? That's a that's a little bit different, I feel. Like, if everyone is comfortable and it's not breaking any, any laws and there's no big loophole that anyone can immediately get through, like, circumventing bans, like, I mean, that's a loophole, but you can just also communicate with the other company and say this person got banned please keep a an eye on them you know something yeah. like that so i remember in the twitch and one of the twitch things i, I had this article say it that i was going to talk i would have talked about last week they had like a list of like people on twitch that were like do not ban these people they are like on a white list or something like that see but Speaking of talking about platformers and how we lock down things, I mean, it's a little different, but we should probably talk about how Instagram is now finally letting people post stuff on their computers. I know it's... I, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I don't use Instagram. No offense. <laughs> I use it. Sorry. I, I could do it. I use it once in a while myself. Like I'll, I'll, most, I'll once in a while drop by, but... Oh, my God. Thank God. It is annoying that you have a you have a f fucking social network that you can access on a computer but you can't post it. Yeah. Um like imagine all the complex and cool like Instagram reels or photos you can do cuz you now you'll then you'll have access to Photoshop and stuff on a computer. Like what cool thing could you come up with with that for that? And that makes it seem much more enticing for me honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah, certainly. But, um, again, I, I know you don't have much to say about it, but I had to at least say something. But do you have any thoughts, other thoughts about what you were about to say? I, I love the author's uh, last name, Fingers. <laughs> J My name is Jay Fingers. <laughs> Sorry. No, um, but no, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I... I'm happy that this is a thing, I guess, because it's annoying for some people. I 
I guess, yeah, oh, you know, now you can use Photoshop and it's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you have an expensive camera that only other platforms could use, like a laptop running Windows, you know, and like, you know, uh, desktop mode, <sighs> you know, um, not being able to use that and then send it to your laptop and then throw it in there without like killing your phone space or storage, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's just helpful because then you don't have to go through the trouble of, hey, I have to transfer this photo I took on my nice DSLR camera to my computer and then have to plug my phone into my computer and then transfer everything to the phone and then have it uploaded to Instagram. Like, that just seems like so much of a hassle. Like, it's just easy to, hey, I just have my camera, plug it in, upload it, done. Certainly. And I know people have a, you know, I know people like that have a like a job in photoshoot and photoshoot no not photoshop i mean i literally photo doing a photo shoot um, of something like like if they if they're out in the distance and they see it the freaking tiger or something and then you want to take a picture of it and they're in like you know <laughs> i'm gonna i was about to say south america but i realized like tigers don't live there um oh. But anyways, uh, they're out in a foreign country. They see a tiger. They want to take a picture of it. Obviously, you don't poke. You don't poke them. You don't go near them at all. Um, if you want to take a picture, you can, you know, like take a flash of it in 8K and then crop it to 4K or 1080P, and then you could send it over there. But now you have to, you know, go through that hassle of, like you said that to like high-speed usb to like your laptop to god knows what what the shit oh okay that scared the piss out of me i was like bah, 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 bah. like what the fuck <laughs> yeah um I, and i know like phone companies are like they pride themselves on having the best cameras and they have like three cameras that collab into a big image and all that other great stuff but uh, i'd rather i'd rather not dive deep into that if i've already bought a fucking really expensive 16k camera or something i guess you know yeah like if you had a dsr camera that you you pair up with your computer for like 4k stream like per super quality 4k 60 fps streamings to record your face and then you want to use that same camera in order to take a picture for instagram like yeah yeah, certainly. Do all that. You don't have to go down to 720p something. Yeah. Or I can't believe I can't believe phones go to like 1440p and some run at 4k. It's like that's a small screen. How dense can you make those pixels? I think the camera on my phone do 4k pictures. Well, I'm just saying, like the actual screen itself can run up to like yeah. 1440p. It's like what? Yeah. I'm just comfortable with the 1080p phone, you know? Like, the Switch's screen is 720p, and it's actually fairly readable and everything. Yeah. Or, especially if you get the OLED screen, which I don't have one of those, but I'll probably I'll be surprised if Ghost Will eventually gets that. Be careful. If you've pre-ordered one, cancel it immediately. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, as long as, as long as, you know, yeah, but anyways, that's all about that. 
But we do have another event to talk about too. And that's the Google Pixels event. What they showed the Google Pixel 6 and the Pixel and the Pixel 6 Pro. Which will have like both a tensor processor and a 50 megapixel camera. They'll also have ultra wide camera and the Pro adds a telephoto camera. I mean, there's a lot of camera upgrades clearly. That's what they felt like as you were mentioning the cameras on phones. Like Look at what they announced for a freaking Google Pixel. Like, how many different cameras they have on the same phone. Yeah, and as we were just talking about, like, mm. how, how, like, having better cameras, <laughs> you know. Like, most iPhones nowadays, you see them, they have, like, three freaking cameras stuck out in the back. <laughs> just to try, yeah. to try to mimic now, a DSLR camera. <laughs> yeah, and now... Google just says, "What is this? Why, why is there like a there, why is there like a clip thing right here? It's bulging out of the screen." That's probably the house of cameras. <laughs> what? You can see the camera lenses are sticking out over by the black part. Oh shit, they are. Okay, <laughs> I was like, wait. That's purely design. Yeah. Hey, at least it makes it stand out. <laughs> oh yeah, certainly. Yeah, but uh, back up, but before we do move on, like the whole like taking an image sort of thing, the steadiness of a tripod is outmatched by like uh, a little bit of uh, like phone auto stability. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, certainly. I mean, sir, you could also you know get like a phone mount on a tripod, and that works just as well. Yeah. But go. Um, yeah, I wanted to go back to the next topic here. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, they also show up with the, the tensor processor. Is that it's gonna be able to? It's gonna have machine learning in the processors, and they'll help with tasks like voice recognition and making photos less blurry. And they can automatically erase unwanted people from the background, and then it can do like real time captions and and translations. I see. And it says that Google says it should all be competitive with, you know, Qualcomm stuff. The Snapdragon, which is powers many Android phones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, down here. Um... Oh, I see. So the photos are, like, they capture the colors better. Well, people with, like, different uh, skin tones. Like, it actually captures it and doesn't just, like... Um, the 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 picture seems much more rich. The, yeah, uh, photo processing. And they even detail more about you could continue with cameras. They even talking about like how like they they show the results of what they've been doing since Google at Google I O twenty twenty one when they have this Google Real Tone tech, which makes it so that people with darker skin color have. When they get their picker taken from this phone, have they actually show the more accurate skin color? Yeah, because I know that uh, a lot of cameras miss out on this. They they mess up the exposure and they make the contrast all f like funky. So, like, 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 uh, even just taking photos that are like not even it doesn't even have to be somebody in the picture literally i've noticed that like the difference between like 
different types of like photos like if you take the same photo and run it under like somebody else's like um phone there's a lot of contrast between one and another it's it's really it's really like fascinating like if i were to take a photo versus i assume your phone is worth more than five dollars right oh mine back my v30 was a flagship phone from lg back in the day so okay so i'm, I'm just saying like um a cruddy five dollar phone versus a flagship from a few years ago the photos are vastly different and having this being an, an even more of an upgrade yeah that would be pretty cool you know because like you know how you take like photos with a camera and if there's a flash everything looks dingy and like just like very disgusting looking mm -hmm. and in the dark it's you know you got all that like blurry sort of like uh you know purple green and a little bit of like redder colors where like yeah and like how like especially when you have like the older school like flashes on cameras the people's eyes look red yeah, well, well, even that, like, that's not really a problem nowadays, but yeah, yeah I, I remember, you know, um, I, I just remember how, like, y you know, um, like, also the, uh, the ability to, to go from analog photographing, which analog is, like, really pristine and very sharp, and you can zoom in on it very far uh -huh. before you run into this sort of, like, like I think it goes down to to like close to atom level of detail mm -hmm. when it comes to like versus digital pixels and stuff. Yeah, I would love to see we're to a point where neither of them matter. It literally captures everything as both humans and the technology itself right. processes it. You know, right? Because the way pixel be designed, you need like sixteen k or thirty two k or some immense size amount of pixels. Like yeah, and, and to think, yeah, and to think way back when analog did the same exact thing, like, but at a much, um, a much harder to actually develop and finalize, you know, type of way. Now you can take a photo and it would look exactly as if you're literally right there, not just like, wow, I'm actually in the movie, it's 3D and sort of stuff. No, literally, you, you if if I were to take picture and maybe just give a little bit of a fov sort of fisheye kind of thing you could stick it right in front of my face and i'd be like what the fuck what yeah why am i not moving <laughs> sort of thing i don't know i don't know it's not like that weird like it's 3d but like actually like there's a very hard it's very hard to tell if this photo was like taken from right now you know or like if that photo if i were to stare at it i could not notice any pixel blemishes or weird distortions in the actual camera sort of thing right anyways I, one of the other points that, about this film that's interesting is that there's going to be a way that if you tap like their google is also partnering with snapchat where like if you tap the back of the phone it looks like you could you could instantly open snapchat and just go right ahead and just take a picture and send it on snapchat oh sweet 
Yeah, so the, cool. yeah, so the idea is that you just tap the pack, the back of the pixel, even from lock screen, it'll instantly take you to Snapchat where you could just post a picture. Yeah, it's like the um camera and uh phone shortcuts. Yeah, exactly. at the bottom of the lock screen, but or like you, the fingerprint scanner thing that a lot of new phones have. Yeah, I I would like that. That'd be pretty cool, and also um. I wonder if you can program that button if you don't use Snapchat, if there's a way you can do that, too. Like, it'll instantly send you to, you know, Google or uh, instantly send you to YouTube or something. Like, uh, if there's a way you can program it so it instantly opens up your favorite mobile game, like, I know. Like, for instance, Fortnite. Yeah, like, make a Fortnite machine, handheld Fortnite machine. Exactly. Just, like, the, just do that, like... Granted, you would have to install it you know, outside the Google Play Store. You have to get like the APK file and then install it. But if you could po program that, oh my god, it'd be freaking hilarious. Yeah. Or you could um, have a shortcut to Facebook if you use social media a lot, you know, or whatever Facebook might uh, rename itself, as, as far as I know. Which, uh, actually, wait, hold Hold on a damn second. That's the next news topic. Yeah. Oh, here's another thing, too. Look at this. Google's trying to make phone trees a little suck less. What they're going to do is that there's going to be a feature on the Pixel phone where it aims to make customer service calls like less awful. And what they're going to do, they're going to try. It's going to make it so the phone can estimate how long you'll have to wait on hold and gives you a written list of the phone tree options. So it just oh. so you don't have to listen to like what number do I have to press to do go to this option it just you just shows you the, what, what number it is you have to repeat the number just tap the number that's fascinating I, I would love to have that because like fuck voicemailing it's such it's so archaic nowadays mm. yeah I, I'd love to have it be just a a uh, menu now instead of just press nine to skip press seven to delete and a few other things but also with like calling a company and having them be like by the way press one for uh for customer service press two for uh go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> like imagine just like going to like oh my god imagine you have to go to like Epic Games. You have to have a complaint from the Epic Games store. He's like, oh, pop up your Google Pixel phone, Pixel 6 Pro, and you're like, I have this menu here. I can just say, tap this for a refund. <laughs> Mr. Epic Games! <laughs> My son! He's <laughs> been buying those V-Bucks! <laughs> what do those mean? The vagina box? I see those little sluts on the fucking Fortnite machine. They look too sexy. <laughs> like, imagine just doing that. Like, right. Imagine just doing that. Imagine all the Karens that are going to be, uh, that could abuse that. <laughs> imagine the Karens. <laughs> to continue on to Epic Games refund, press 1. <laughs> to go back in the menu, press 3. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. representative. 
care what the fuck you yelling at. I'm trying to do pre-workout. <laughs> this fucking machine won't work. Represent it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be great. Anyways. In addition, they're also gonna have it so Pixel Path gets you Google's phone and subscription. So what what happens is that while it's not the event itself, they're also announcing Pixel Pass along the side of the new phones. And that Pixel Pass lets you bundle a phone and Google's preferred care repair plan, cloud storage, YouTube premium, and Google Play Pass all in one monthly payment. And it's going to charge $45 per month for the plan with a Pixel 6 and $55 a month for the Pixel 6 Pro plan. <laughs> According to the company, you'll end up paying off your phone over the course of two years. And if you can't get Pixel Pass, you, you'll have to pay off the main balance on your phone. So oh, okay. It's, so it's kind so, of like uh... in that way they're kind of pulling up Xbox All Access, which you could just pay, you just get the subscription for service. They bundle everything in for you. A, just pay them up the money per month just to pay off a console. Okay, I see. Yeah. Not a fan of it. By the year 2030, we will own nothing in the happy sort of logic. <sighs> That's sad. But no offense, again, I just... Eh. I know we get to own the phone after we pay it off, but, eh, you know. Then again, it's, it's already kind of the same way, too. Like, a lot of people will go to the carrier to pick up the phone, not, like, the individual retailer themselves, manufacturer themselves, so it's, they already are at the mercy of the phone companies. Yeah. Like, your phone you're using right now, at one point, had to be paid off for it to truly be yours. Well, yeah, I know. And I know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, it's, uh... Huh. Um. Like, I know I've been thinking about upgrading my phone, and this phone actually seems pretty nice. But I want to get... I want to make sure that I... When I get my particular phone, like, if I know that I... With my carrier, that I can get 5G. So, because I know there was a whole controversy with that whole thing, but... This is going to be a really cool phone to have, just to be able to know I get the latest version of Android all the time. Because that's the main thing with the Pixel phones. The Pixel phones, you always get instant updates to the latest version of Android and not have to wait like six months to like a year or something like that to, for like the, so the manufacturer puts their skin on it. Yeah. Which is really nice. And oh my God, I would totally take advantage of that in a heartbeat. Oh, certainly. Certainly. <sighs> I just, it scares me, the idea of, like, you know, the idea of, like, having to pay off a phone that, as a service, instead of being an actual product that you can eventually pay off, or, you know, like, something like that. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's a little, little sketchy for me. It's like, ugh. Right. Eventually, everyone will just get used to the subscription service, and never have a physical thing in their life i mean that no. is theirs i mean i know we're all owned by you know basically we're all we are u.s property but i'm just saying as a u.s citizen owning something from another u.s citizen or a company right in the u.s i know for instance like if you're a game pass subscriber and have access to you know, game pass like all those games are technically not fully own like you you truly own them you guys like a subscription service but 
yeah. the value for that service is too grandiose that it's like it's worth it just to you know have that hey it's it costs like significantly less money to own all these games per year but i'll take it yeah um, there's a lot of games on there that you'll never end up finishing or even downloading to play or even download and play them because like i remember i said last episode or uh, not last episode earlier on in this episode from three days ago um i said i'd never really actually tried out fable but i have i did download it and it was like slightly interested in it but i never got to the point where i had the courage to you know open it and be like i guess it's a fun game you know i know you really like fable so yeah Um, really good good, yeah it's a really good game series like if you like game like british humor because it was that series was originally made by lionhead who was a british studio there's like a lot of british humor and like the combat's usually pretty good too yeah. The Fable Rebus being made right now is actually made by is gonna be made by Playground Games, who has worked on the Forza Horizon series. Oh, okay. So they're pulling off like Playground Games is pulling off a Guerrilla Games and the fact that they're attempting an entirely different genre, like cause Guerrilla Games, I'm sure you know them for Horizon like the Horizon Forbidden West and for Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. But Guerrilla Games originally worked on Killzone, which was a first-person shooter franchise. I do remember Killzone, but I, I don't remember too much about it. Oh no, it was it was Sony's attempt at a first-person shooter franchise. Yeah, when they didn't have rights to Call of Duty and you know uh, exclusivity. <laughs> yeah, back on the PlayStation Three and stuff. They needed, their, they needed their own first-person shooter thing to compete with Halo. Back then, first-person shooters were more of the rage then. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Halo. Yeah, it's probably just... It looks very like... Uh, what What are these things? They look like Overwatch characters. Hmm. Uh, One second. Let me just, like... Can I save this as, like, a... Can I save it as a PNG, not a Jafif? You'd have to go on like Photoshop and something like that, convert it. I see. But right, so let me open it up. But because you're lucky enough to oh to have OBS capture, you could just put the GIF on screen. What is this? That's part. That's what I. What happened when I looked up Killzone? Anyways, I um, never played Killzone myself. I do hear good things about it though, so maybe it might be worth checking out down the road whenever I find time. Besides my giant backlog of games over here. Oh, that's that's not the right image. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Right. Hi, I'm Daisy. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah. But we'll leave it at that. Actually, we'll leave it at that cursed, uh, alpaca. (laughs) Cursed alpaca one. Yeah. Because we were filling around the AI to uh, image generation for convert text to 
images, and we've made some cursed results on from that. Yeah, like, um, can I ask you what the fuck this is? It looks like a, a dog that is melting. <laughs> That's probably too, like, that, that, put a sensor bar over that. That's probably too hot for YouTube. <laughs> it's melting so much. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I remember the other alpaca I sent you to. Yeah. The other one I sent you to in that chat was also pretty demented. And I also sent you an image of some guy holding some, like, fish. Yeah, let me, let me download those and show the audience. Because, like, I remember we were fucking around with that. <laughs> Alright, uh... Little comedy break for those of you who are listening or watching this show right now before we move on to our next topic. What the fuck? Yeah, that dude looks like, um, <laughs> he looks like Leatherface. <laughs> and, and. What the fuck is this? This is not an alpaca. This is like. Satana. Yeah. Yeah, put the uh, image on screen because I'm always seeing your. Oh, yeah, there you go. There's one of them. Yeah, look at this. It's like you can see the guy is just like completely demented and you have this like fish in his hand that's like completely just distorted. Yeah. It's just. This is not what. One, this is not what fish look like. It's yeah. also what hands grasping a fish looks like. This is also not what a face looks like. And, uh, I don't know, this dude looks like he has, um, a, uh, like, he, he looks like a, a character. He looks like, um, if anybody here likes Pink Floyd, um, The Wall, uh, the, the live album, this looks like the masks that they had to wear on stage for the, for the show. Um, for the, like, uh, acting part of it, where, um, during, uh, Run Like Hell. I think. Right. Um, I know that... I, th I remember you linked me a song at one point that we also did. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's, that's the curse. That's a good look at how cursed that looks. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. It, it looks like something that I do for an accidental VTubing um, character. I accidentally make their mouth their nose. And, uh, I don't know, it looks like... <laughs> it looks like an alpaca that has with a smiley face on it a little bit but just like it, the problem was they completely butchered it. the ai just completely just screwed it over yeah i'm trying to see if we could find our the part in the chat where we were just sending ai stuff and our chat between the two of us oh here it is oh yeah it's all the way up i got some weird ass shit too um yeah, we have some of them, but I think we had something with Melobytes too. Right, let me see if I can figure out what this is. Uh, I'm gonna mute my yeah. mic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute my desktop audio for this show for a few seconds. So don't mind us stream while I figure this shit out. But I think it was, yeah, I, I put Cancer Bites, but it actually just turns up with Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, because you have two Melobytes things. See if you can figure out which one was which. One of them looked sounded like. Something like that you described it something that looked like it was out of earthbound or something like that. 
Yeah, we need to see, like, I need to see which one's which. Fuck is it? Uh, yeah, there yet two of them. Like, they're right beneath the one you sent from the Dr. Pepper. Oh, uh, there is? There's two of them. I don't remember which one was which. Oh. I know I saved one of them because we were thinking about using it for one if Ghost will ever come, whenever he come ready to come back to the show. We'll have him beaming every time he wants to just, like, interject the show. Sure. Uh, I can't. It, it says that the XML that the, uh, says that um i think they deleted it hang on let me I see I all right I'm... i do have it saved though yeah if i save it on my phone I yeah i downloaded it at one point yeah all right everyone i'm gonna pause the recording here i'm gonna upload that mp3 and i'm gonna and we're gonna share this to the world okay all right, we're back, and we are ready to show you the most cursed thing. I can hear it, too, somehow. <laughs> ear rape warning for the chat, everybody. This is a big ear rape warning. So, for me, what I've said was... If it, if it sounds a lot like uh, Team Rocket... Um, it's like Team Rocket mixed with Earthbound. Yeah, mixed with Earthbound and uh, a little bit of like. Um, oh, that's helpful. There's a volume slider on the. Cool. I, I can make it less ear rape. segments <laughs> this sorry <laughs> just like <laughs> all right that was song one that's the one that we thought ghost weller that's what we, we type if you typed in ghost weller game or something like that on melobytes that's what comes up and that is ear rape <laughs> This song as well. I hope he understands that this is not discrimination. This is what the AI thinks of him <laughs> or that name. Yeah. <laughs> I, for, I forgot what contrast. I, I forgot what was the second. So what did you do for the first one? The second one for these MP3s again? So there was a second one that I don't think I downloaded. I, and I, I can't find it. Yeah, at least yeah. not right now. Okay, because this one here is like an African style. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it reminds me a lot of like, uh, um, 
like the uh, the western part of uh, the uh, Golden Sun uh, soundtrack, actually. Right. Do you remember yeah. what text he used for the for both of them? Uh, it, so I don't know what, the, what this one. I think it was something else. Don't worry about that one. I accidentally, I, I, I tried to hit close and it fucking hit open. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll just focus on these two then. That's good. Spaghetti! <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. I just realized that your audio was... You have your speakers on, I'm sorry. I heard the, the echo. Don't worry. I just muted the audio now, so... No more cancer coming out of my computer speakers. Okay, so go to, um... Where is it? Text to music. Where is it? Uh... Okay, uh, it was something you did, uh, like you had it, uh, AI text detection image, no, okay, uh, Mellow Bytes AI music. Alright, and then, um, it set the style, tempo, quantize, bars, uh, video clip, nice. Right. Um, I think we should probably take a break from this for right now, and then we'll just go on to the next seg the next article. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, we'll, just, uh, yeah. Let's just focus on the articles for now. We'll get maybe we'll get to that at the end of the episode or something like that. It's noise to dick around. Right. <laughs> anyway, so our next article for today: the fact that Facebook is supposedly planning to re rename itself. And Which the, was... Yeah. And the new name is supposed to reflect on the metaverse. So what so you know how Google rebranded itself as Alphabet back in 2015? It's like corporate Google. I guess so. Yeah. It, that's what it seemed like is going to happen with the Facebook company. Is that the company of Facebook is going to be renamed as something else. Okay. And then you have the Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Oculus, among other things that are going to be part of that umbrella. So, based off that, what do you think is going to be the new name of Facebook? What do you think would make sense with the metaverse? So, um, I think first what we need to do is ask, what is the metaverse? Like, for people who don't understand that, because I, I only know a little bit about what that that actually means. All right. Well, the only indirect met reference I'm Rose I'm going to do to Ghost Weather game is I'm actually going to pull up the fact that I'm looking up the metaverse. Okay. And. And the metaverse is supposedly. A digital reality that combines aspects of social media, online gaming, augmented reality, virtual reality, and cryptocurrencies to allow users to interact virtually. I see. Okay, so basically what you're saying is Earth 2, but it's not a scam. 
and people are actually taking this seriously somehow. Uh, I mean, actually, they took her too seriously, but, you know. Yeah. I'm going to look at the Wikipedia definition of this so we can kind of get, I think, more another variant of the same definition for this. So this is basically every uh, Discord moderator. I mean, sorry, every World of Warcraft uh, player. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Basically, all I'm saying is people who live in their in the, their lives in on a computer screen and have never been outside or had anything like i don't know <laughs> what the fuck is this video i don't know but yeah the word metaverse is the term typically used to describe the concept of a future iteration of the internet May have persistent shared 3D virtual spaces linked into a perceived virtual universe. So, VR chat, anyone? <laughs> it's literally fucking VR chat, though. <laughs> what the fuck, you know? So, based off that alone, now that we know what a metaverse is, what do you think would be a good name for? A potential company based off the metaverse. Um, virgins. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, oh boy, you're gonna have quite a number of shorts to make for this episode. Anyways, um, so, uh, (laughs) sorry. But Metaverse. Metacloud. Um, um, Metaversion. Uh, Earth 2. No. (laughs) Um, sorry. Uh, 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 I guess as we live and breathe technology, we live and breed in technology now. Mm. So, I don't know, like, uh i'd call it um uh the matrix bible <laughs> or matrix or something yeah can you shut up <laughs> meta matrix yeah like uh call it like like face tricks or something well there's only one step from above facebook and that's body book uh, call it mind book or call it like uh, I've joined a fucking cult anyway. <laughs> we'll, we'll just make Facebook, we'll just revert Facebook into being MySpace and we'll just call it the new company Mind Book. Like mind yeah, Mind Book. Uh, mind Book is fine, I guess. Call it like uh, uh, metrics, like uh, M E T. R I X X could work like like this, and uh, go on with your day and uh, 
Hey. You know. You could also arguably make, name it, like, some, like, mathy, like, programmy science term, like, something to do with... You could do something with, like, 3D models, like, like, polyphia or something like that, or... Yeah. Not polygamy. That's a whole different ball game, but... Oh, certainly. But, like, polynet... Yeah. Or call it like uh Pollyanna or something. I don't Pollyanna. know. <laughs> you know. I mean there is always one valuable option you could always call Facebook. Uh and we're I'm recording this term for you Facebook personally. And I hope Yeah. And we hope that and you'll take this to, as a very serious consideration. Verge. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. You could just call yourself Skinny Penis 69. Yes. <laughs> that is a recommendation to you, Facebook. I hope you take it very seriously. That way, people will never take you seriously when they realize that you are a, b a big group of, uh, you know, not by choice. Um, I haven't. Um, I haven't, um, had children. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. No, I haven't and done Steve, the... Yeah, and the name Skinny Case 69 makes sense because you have Oculus, and what do a lot of people like to do with VR headsets? Um, give me one second, uh, let me actually send you a, uh, a photo of what, the, what happens when that happens. <laughs> Um, this. <laughs> yes. So. This is cute, right? Mm -hmm. This is what everyone wants. And uh, just somebody to calm them down. <laughs> and that's actually Skinny no. Penny 69. And that could be a new... And that guy in the VR goggle right there could be a new corporate mascot. Yep. <laughs> just just like Snoo from Reddit. <laughs> it it's uh um the Legend twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, this is that... Legend twenty seven. Right here. <laughs> God, you know what'd be cruel too is that if Facebook actually renamed their company to be one of our names. In spite, and then you have to go to a fucking legal battle. I know someone who is trying to. I mean, I don't want to make any other roasts in the episode, but I guess what kind of makes sense is I know someone who is trying to copyright their YouTube name or Twitch name, or whatever, and they would not be happy if Facebook did it. No. No. Anyways, I'm just gonna like get this out of my face and uh here's a uh i mean hey who knows how many of our how much of our audience like waifus yeah here's a cat having a brain freeze that works <laughs> <laughs> actually uh i think here's this... uh Here's the roast of somebody who doesn't deserve it, nor is on the show.
Sorry. I'll, was, um... I'll censor that profile picture at some point, too, so they don't know who it actually is. Yeah, only that person will know. Right. I'll make it, yeah, uh, that makes it here's easier. Crisp, here's the crispy dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to scroll back up and get our next article ready. Sheba Crispu. Anyways, um, um, yeah, our next article. Um, actually, this two these two articles I feel like should be fairly quick before we get to on to the last two topics of the day. I don't think we have much else to say on them, but the first one is that Twitch is getting a rewind feature. Finally, I wouldn't say finally, but it's just a nice convenience. Because on YouTube, you can just technically just drag the the timestamp button and just. do that yeah wow my video is getting a little glitchy sorry for you two people who's gonna be watching this yeah um, um oh speaking of uh the melobytes thing um i'm gonna download the audio for this mm. what the fuck that's that's scary um basically this is the lyrics or the song that is uh that is uh mm. Uh, Ghost Waller, uh, uh, plus Fluff Alpaca, plus Hydro Wave, equals Jawcast. This is the song that I made in Mellow Bites. Oh, that's great. So yeah, right now Twitch is testing a feature where you can like rewind this dream. And that could eventually come to the, the platform in the future. And they're saying that over the next month, some viewers may see up to three new buttons on live channel pages. Rewind the stream, remind me, and watch trailer. This experiment will inform future features. This experiment will inform future features only, and the buttons will be removed once it's complete. So, based on that information that we have, what do you think of this news? Um, so I've already noticed that you can want, so I'm not sure if this has always been a thing and I've been ignoring it for a long time now, but, um, I've noticed that I could go back and watch streams that are already in progress. I don't believe you could do that before. Like you could go to Twitch, um, and somebody would be streaming and then you could watch the, uh, very start of their stream like I could go on uh this guy's channel and then go to their videos and uh I'm not showing it but you know it'd be funny videos if we, it, and you know what would be funny is if we actually tested this with Ghost Welder stream so we could promote him. Yeah 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 let me show you. Um so I've got an I've got an ad for Pampers but uh give me one second. Um so this is perfect. Um, yeah, we could just do this, and just all we just have to do, yeah, ah, perfect. So I've I've him. Um, he's. Second, he's not here. Like he's not. Um, let me show you. I don't know how to do this exactly without like. Um, but basically. Um, if I were to put this over here, 
and uh, see how he's streaming right now. Yeah. Um, and how it says, will this be a test stream, be a full stream? Now, I can click on it, and there it is, recent broadcasts. And uh, it's it's been, he's been streaming on here for 47 minutes. So it's a little delayed, but, I mean, it's not, not a lot delayed, but as you can see, there's zero views. What the fuck was that music? Yeah, and all you have to do is just go. You can just go ahead. It looks like you could just rewind back to the point where. Yeah, notice how this was happening just now, and he's trying to attack these people, I guess, or whatever. And then if I were to reload the video, now he's. Now he's right here, and he's throwing something at people. Anyways, uh, but yeah, just showing you that it's already in place, um, and we can at least go back to uh, streams that have just are just happening and are still there. But uh, what the fuck? Hold on a damn second. Cassowary with human teeth through melobites. Give me one second. Um, what is this? But yeah, I do Anyone. feel like these these features will help Twitch, you know, actually, you know, improve the platform, give people options to catch up on things that they miss. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, but also, this is disturbing. Is that uh, os the ostrich? Uh. I guess an ostrich with human um, it's a, teeth it's a, and like a snake top. Yeah, so um, I just saw this on their Twitter feed. Um, by the way, uh, it says cassowary with human teeth. Cassowaries are like this like emu like bird that's more like a turkey, I guess. They're they they're not vicious, but they have killed before. But only if you beat it with a like a stick or something, they'll attack you. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I could hear you. Um. Anyways, do I have anything else to say about Twitch and implementing this feature before I move on? Um. No. No. But I. I do like. Um. That they're at least adding more quality of life stuff for that YouTube like has for their live streams. It's very much. Uh, it's. It's very much compatible. Because if somebody streams on Twitch exclusively, you can't just go back in time that like before, but now you can. Right. So yeah, I love the I love the rewind feature. It's, it's useful. Now this next article is actually something that the show this show could actually take advantage of, I think, down the road, and that's the fact that Spotify will now let any creator use its video podcast platform. Uh yes, this is uh. This is also good. Um, I'd love to, like, not just have the, the YouTube videos on on the YouTube, uh, like, channel. This uh, I'd like this because this would allow us to branch out the visual version of a lot of the, um, a lot of the podcast, you know? Yeah, like, we have the visual podcast here. 
which will be helpful. Yeah. I mean, if we have all this, that'd be great. Like, if I can, like, get this, if I can figure out. Yeah. Like, that'd be huge. Like, we can get this to work. Like, oh my god. Maybe what I could do in the future, too, is that I might be able to see if I can find a way to, like, get the... If I can find a podcast hosting service that actually allow the uploading of the video versions, then we can have the video version technically be the main version throughout everything, but we'll see. Because I would love to have a video version available on more platforms, and if the video... I mean, obviously, what I probably would do in, in the Spotify's case would probably just take the version I've rendered already, and I would just spl splice out the subscribe button, the screen I have, mm -hmm. just splice that part off, and just let it be as it is. That would work. Or I could probably retool the subscribe button in future, so thank you for watching, and I'll have, like, a thing for, you know... A bunch of stuff. Does, does Spotify have a sort of a follow feature? Mm, I don't know. Okay, because like... Um, if there is, we could definitely put that on there. Like, we have a Godcast yeah. thing. I'll th I know for... I have to see like how that would work just because we have both the audio version and the video version on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Then I'll I'll do two link trees because that will add that to the link tree because that won't be that big of a deal just to have that. It's like, hey, Spotify video or Spotify audio. I'll just label it as that and it'll that way to help the audience know if they decide to use the link tree, which that link tree also contains our Discord server, link to which is down below. But you know what? Um it's nice though. If you look at the bottom of this article that you linked, um, um now that we're able to like um do this we could earn money from the shows and like be able to have like exclusive things if if you wanted to paywall certain things um i probably like, i would like to be able to make sure all act content would be accessible i mean i don't know what ghost will think if whenever he comes back to the show but i was ready to come back but okay As yeah i was i was wondering what your what your opinion if you feel that's ethical i guess i don't know <laughs> i mean i'd like to be able to make sure that you know most of the podcast at least actually all because it's all the show variants of the show thus far are on like you know free to play sort of things right it only makes sense to continue that show being free to play like, i don't want to do like a premium tier stream or anything like that where it's just a once a month stream where it's just the three of us you know just talking and just Q and A style things. I know Ghostweller wanted to do a like a meet the creator sort of thing where the three of us would be on a live stream, probably the Godcast layout like we are now, and just asking questions about us and just getting to know us more. Yeah, that, that's something Let's we see. want to do down the road once all of us have like a you know thing nailed to a T. Mm -hmm. Once I have a computer that won't you know want to burn itself from trying to record the show. Um, what's up? Oh, is it yet something to add? Uh, no, I was just gonna say, like, 
Because like it's it's up to you if you really want to have because con- I know paywall is such a uh, such a uh, negative term or negative connotative term. Yeah. Um. But y- you know how like you buy the DVD and or that wow I'm old. Uh, you you know special features basically. Yeah, the special features in like DVD movies where it's like there's like an option menu and you just click on you just not clicker but. You select that option, and it's like, oh, you get all the like, behind-the-scenes cuts and stuff like that. Like, technically, we yeah. could we could have done, like, behind-the-scenes as a paywall, which, as we could tell in BTS yeah. 1, that's already free. Mm-hmm. And as far I'm as... I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. yeah. Say, as far as I know, I don't want to make any of that free to, uh, that content paid, especially since our show is technically still very small. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm just saying, like, when things get rolling you know yeah that that's way too far in the future i mean we'd probably do it if we could come up with some like high budget like transform michael bay transformers budget sort of movie thing maybe yeah that's more what i mean it's like when we put money in like I, i'd love to have some sort of like uh you know like a like a ticket thing a one-time purchase uh you know you'd be able to have a bit more of an intimate like look at at us as people like uh how we do this stuff that isn't behind the scenes necessarily but like kind of like how Ghostweller puts his you know his stream on open mic on his disc on his discord server yeah but recording like i remember he did say he wanted to have his content be different um on youtube and twitch you know, have certain games that are more or less for streaming and games that are more or less for, uh, you know, you you do recordings of. Mm. Right, and I think we could kind of see, I don't want to get into too much of his business, because I'm trying no. to keep the, I'm trying to keep as many roasts and everything as a minimum as possible, yeah. unless it's like, Something that actually makes sense. Like I'm not wanna I'm trying to make sure that the roast actually makes sense and it's not just pointless Monica Fortnite sand stuff all the time. Wait, you're telling me No, I'm just kidding. You're telling me that Twitch streamer make money? Well no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. I mean well, well um, we're off to the audience out there, we obviously are gonna make those roasts. Still, it just won't be as often. We want to make sure those roasts actually have a punch. Uh, just, that's actually the opposite, right? <laughs> like a, a funny vibe, right? Like having a punch, that'd be like, you know. <laughs> right, I mean like a comedic punch. That's what I mean. I want to make sure oh, like, comedic... I was going to say like, that's what I mean. she's going to go straight ahead and make, this really makes $2. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to make sure nah. that... I want to make sure if I if we ever do a Monica Sands or Fortnite roast onto Ghostweller that it's gonna it makes sense and it has a like a comedy punch. Like, yeah, not breaking into his house and duct taping a VR headset to him with uh VR uh VR chat models running around. Right. Anyways, I think we can start getting on to you know. The last two topics now. I think we had enough talking about podcast plans because nope. Yeah, that's that's down the road. We don't really need to make those decisions. Speaking really honest, nah. at least right now. 
let's move on to this is actually a product page it's not like a new article or anything like that but it's the actual product page for what we're going to talk about because this is actually a mild roast to someone i know could actually use this phone really introducing the chatter telephone with bluetooth now you two compare a smartphone to this thing and act like a like a child. Oh yes, the the uh, Fisher Price thing. Yeah, about that. No, no, <laughs> never. Um, th this also leads into uh, a very controversial joke that you know might upset people uh, with the next topic. <laughs> but I was just gonna say you can have this with Bluetooth. And it, should, it can be connected to your uh, your freedom phone. That's uh, yeah. Like imagine if Ghostweller actually had this phone, and he picks it. If someone calls him on stream, he actually answers using this phone. That would be a funny like thing to to do during April Fools. <laughs> Two bats out of stock at Best Buy, though. That's where you could buy this. Wait, what the fuck? People are actually buying the fucking thing. Also, why does this hands-free baby gate say entity three dot value? Where do you see this? <laughs> Give me one second. Um, I'm just gonna like <laughs> uh display cap. Okay, and all right. I, I wonder one if there's second. a way you can modify the. What what is this? <laughs> oh. That I know that's an error, but just like the uh the ASIC uh, minor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to pay entity three value dot value. Wait, asking me to give him give you my soul? What the fuck is this? No, I don't. I don't want fish. Get out of my face! I don't want to. I don't want to subscribe to Fisher Price. I'm an old man. Wait, why? Why is this the front page? It doesn't even take you to the product page. It just brings to the front page. Oh my god. Just redirects me to the fucking front page. Nice. <laughs> Alright, um... We're pressing the back button. Bye. <laughs> yeah, um... But, but seriously... But the ch this chatter phone. Uh, 15 feet. Fun unlimited? What? Fun unlimited, and yet, yet your charge time is four hours, talk time nine hours. Fun unlimited. So you're telling me I can get down the street with this, but not any closer or farther. You better have that battery bank plugged into that stupid thing, or just have it plugged into the AC outlet at all times. <laughs> well, your mom for real this time. Is this a roast for like people who ignore their mother? <laughs> And that they're calling you a baby for not <laughs> keeping in touch with your mother or something. <laughs> with a real working rotary dial handset and speakerphone. Bitch, do they even sell rotary phones anymore? This is only teaching people to go backwards. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, interesting. the special edition Fisher-Price Chatter Telephone. A phone smart enough not to come with any apps. Its intuitive bulky-based design comes with a super-advanced rotary dial. It connects to your mobile device via Bluetooth wireless technology, so you can make and receive calls through your existing phone plan. 
This working chatter phone is so mobile, it even comes with wheels. Plus, it has grow-up functionality like speakerphone and the ability to dial out. Your childhood is calling. Now you can actually answer. This is great for that one guy who, um... <laughs> He's a normal person, okay? Don't make fun of him, but he wears diapers and sits in a crib for a few hours per day because of, like, some sort of, like, childhood trauma, I guess. Like, don't make fun of him. That's actually a thing he has, and it's just... It's... It's, it's as, um... Normal as... I'd say somebody, you know, being, you know, not the normal... I guess, you know, he's a normal guy, you know, but that's just something he does in his spare time. If this is perfect for that type of guy, you know, like, I, I'm being truthful that, like, this is not a, a joke or a jab at that type of guy, but he, he might actually have a use for this. And I'm like, I'm serious. I'm not even being facetious or anything. No, actually, now that I think about it, if you have like, someone from the 1920s and you are able to spray paint this thing... You could technically make it so you have a smartphone that's like set up in simple mode, put tuck it in like a drawer or something like that, and then you could just have and give it to like a really old person and just have them use it as their phone. Actually, that could work too, yeah. They, they should make one of these for like, that isn't like, you know, this thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna screenshot that actually, and I'm gonna like, uh, go into paint and, uh, crop it out and make an evil image by the way like uh the crispy dog but the crispy telephone <laughs> the crispy fisher price phone anyways yeah you're saying yeah but i think this is actually you know an interesting device to have like i think it caught i remember i think i saw this i'm like wait what and then i see the actual thing like what the i remember thinking about this and i saw this i'm like well this is a perfect phone for someone i know that that we can't, we're trying to minimize our roasts too. Um, but yeah, this is actually a aging device. Like I like I said, I mostly could see this as like a phone that you would use for. It's just a novelty thing mostly, but certainly. But it actually has uses. Like you said, you could put it in a drawer, and anybody who, um you know, you said, like, is disabled or elderly and can't get around, they could actually use it, like, a different version of it that isn't, like, you know, meant as a gag. They could actually end up using it as a, uh, a literal thing. Yeah. And that sounds batshit insane, because it looks like a, you know, child's toy, but if this was not a child's toy, you could literally look, you, you could literally use it as something like that, you know? Yeah, just like change the coloring or something like that. Like if you know, or maybe remove the wheels. Like change, maybe change the phone. Like look to a complete black. Yeah, something like that. Anyway. Yeah, and then just yeah, you could technically do that. Like, and all you just have to do is like maybe put a compartment in for like a smartphone that's always charging. So oh yeah, certainly. So if you can make like, a compartment for like a smartphone to go in, and like have like a like a unified like power so distribution or something like that, you technically could make this like a standalone dial phone. Yeah. Which, that's pretty wild to think about. I mean, yeah, technically you're wasting Bluetooth battery off your phone, uh, like a smartphone, that probably has way more functionality, but for helping an elderly person, 
I think this actually like a, like a really elderly person talk about nineteen twenties or thirties maybe. That Are those be... types of people still alive? Like from from that era? Couple. <sighs> yeah, because I was about to say I I know there's not many World War Two vets anymore. Nah. World War One, holy shit, that'd be crazy. Yeah, like if you have anyone from like like the soup if there or if those few people are around we could technically just have them you know we could like repurpose the phone and redesign it and suddenly it could become something usable for those sort of people who don't you can't learn how to use a smartphone yeah certainly <laughs> or even people who are actually like unable to grasp like people who are afraid of that type of technology like i know that there are some people who are like legitimately they won't experiment because they're afraid of like stuff like viruses or something i don't know yeah like stuff like that has actually made some people uh be afraid of using technology like that so you know but yeah this would be a perfect prop piece to put for to give to ghost weather game and have them like find a good spot for it yeah, in a non-joking way, that would be funny for like his April Fool's stream. He'd make like a, a silly sort of like a joke, like uh, you know, stream that involves props like this. That would, that like no, I'm not even being being mean to him. I hope he doesn't take that out of context. Like I literally think that would be funny as like a joke prank sort of stream where it's supposed to be April Fools, you know? Yeah. Cause, like, right. I've seen people do that. They've made like they've used stupid props for the exact purpose of it being hilarious and out of out of like the realm of sanity. <laughs> because yeah, I think of it like something like uh, Lovecraftian in a mall. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Alpaca. Are we ready for our final topic? Uh, give me one second. My cats are fucking each other. Anyways, yeah, one second. Alright, while well, I pull this up, we need to talk about a brand new social network. As we do intermission noises. I'm back. Right, Stop cool. playing. Alright. <laughs> Alright. So... We're talking about how Donald Trump is trying to launch a new social network. Noise. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Right. That, that's inappropriate. I'm sorry. Right. So, he's trying to launch a new social network called Truth Social. And pretty much the idea of it is that he wanted to make a new social network. To, as he says, he created it. To stay up to the tyranny of big tech, we live in a world where blank has a presence on Twitter, yet your favorite American president has blank. Favorite is a subjective term because... Do you... Because I feel like with Trump, you either really like him or you really hate him. And that's what makes him quite controversial. Yeah, certainly. He's he's not the, it, it, it he's not a very mild 
sort of character it's either like 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 you just said but you know there's no there's no people that have heard of him that haven't formed an immediate like either hate or you know immediate liking to him there's no people that are just neutral when it comes to him they're like eh, i don't have an opinion <laughs> right. you know and i wouldn't say that that is a bad thing because like i'm also not gonna say that that's a good thing because being controversial can sometimes hurt instead of you know thinking that infamy is always a good thing but uh you know besides the point um I can't believe I'm talking to this while I'm trying to resize the Fisher Price phone. Um, <laughs> in uh, in paint. Um, sorry. So, uh, so you know, and then having somebody that's controversial and it's like it's very it's very scary to you know know if you're gonna run into those types of people that will instantly mob mentality you you know right and whether it's whether it's a you know a liberal audience or a conservative audience you know there's no right or wrong answer i mean it's always your right or it's always your wrong there's no middle ground and it's it's quite scary so Right, and that's and that's something to keep in note because I feel, especially with the echo chamber of social media, that is caused because people are mostly finding people who have common beliefs. It's just only reinforcing those beliefs and not actually, you know, promoting the idea of sharing of knowledge and opinion to then come up with a compromise. I that was that's one of the things that has allowed me to find that sort of respect thing is like i you know i respect people um as long as they respect my opinion and my ability to form you know whatever is whatever is uh you know right it's like i'm I'm not just gonna go out there and like you know attack you because of that i'm i'm gonna you know if if it's something i disagree on yeah, I guess you're an idiot, but I'm not just gonna go out right and say that, you know, that's a bit rude. Um, you might have a a reason that I just don't understand, you know? So, yeah, it could really be anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, one of the things I've noticed, too, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this in episode, one of the episodes, the episode when we last talked about Trump on this show, is the fact that a lot of people seem to view seem to view the opposite part in a more authoritarian way. Like, notice how, like, a lot of the, le- the left-leaning people kind of view themselves as, like, you know, a lot of people view themselves as being the fighters of equality and the right as, like, these conservative, like, not conservative, but, like, these very authoritarian, like, people who are just wanting to destroy people's ability to, you know. Be who yeah. they are, and then the right people view themselves as like the saviors of liberty and the idea that they want to, you know, make sure that all rights are protected, and they view the left as the oppressors who want to stifle, stifle away all freedom. Yeah, and that is, you know, only that is very half truth sort of thing. You know, it's not that either one is that way. It's just that 
we, we're all kind of, you know, we're all individuals. It's not just a hive mentality on either side, you know, but because I've noticed that is that people who are extreme in that point of view are not normal in either side. Like, no offense, but they just aren't. Yeah, like, And I guess they're proud of it or something. Yeah, there's a lot of people who, you know, are, you know, that sort of way. Like, oh, yes, technically in a perfect world, everything is not as black and white. That's mm-hmm. In a perfect world, everyone is not this black and white. They're, everyone's more centralized, but veer towards a direction. The society we're living in now is becoming one that every that more people are becoming more towards these extremes because the echo chambers caused by social media, and then it drifts people further apart. Now, if we have this other social network that's coming out, and the conservative people veer towards it, you're going to get to a problem where now you have another echo chamber of top where the conservatives are going to freely talk about whatever they want on that platform. And the left-leaning people are going to use all the other platforms. Yeah, and well, that's fine that they have their own platform to talk about it. It's just that they need to understand that, you know, you're only becoming what you hate, in a sense. And you're kind of becoming the same thing that you wanted to, that you stripped away from. You know, I want to make, I would want the, you know, the, uh, what is it, uh, truth media whatever it will be called eventually i'd like it to be a a a pack of people who you know respect that stuff and will freely talk about it freely disagree but would never would never attack somebody violently like that in a sense you know like how how you'd want it to be you'd want people to live and let live not just you're a bad person because this or that, you know? Right. And there are, like, a couple of different high controversies with this already. Like, they're saying how that supposedly, according to Fortune, Trump's account on his own network might have already been hacked. Really? In addition to this, too, like I'm only looking at headlines here just to kind of supplement what we're talking about here. But another one is saying how... Let me see if I can find the other one I found. Is that it's violating an open open source platform. Yeah, right here. The first iteration of former President Trump's social site appears to have broken the AGPLV3 open source license. Oh, wow. So already it seems like there's already like gray areas within what's already a gray area. (laughs) So, what did he, what did the creators end up, uh, you know, accidentally, um, messing up on? Uh, I, uh, like, how, how, oh, I get, it doesn't tell, okay. No, not on that article, I guess I'll have to pull up the other, other article I found. Yeah, cause like, and I'll link it to I wanna know. You know, because, like, well, if there's any way... Yeah, sorry. You want to find the one that... Which one do you want to look at? The one that says the violate open source or the other one? Um. Yeah, the open source uh, code violation thing. Because, like, that's interesting how 
like immediately people are pointing out that and it's like it's it's a problem i thought that you all know. right so this is the google news link so it should take you to the article okay but yeah we'll go there and yeah so well, I'll add this article to the description too, so I'll make sure to have it in, in there. But anyways, it's saying how the Software Freedom Cons- Conservancy, a nonprofit organization that promotes open source software and defends open source licenses, such as the the new FRO GPL version three license, has accused the Trump Media and Technology Group of violating the AGPL by illegally copying the Mastodon social network source code for its true social network beta. Wait, am I thinking this right? Hold on. Join a Mastodon. Okay, so it's not exactly, but yeah, it seems like they, they're say, thinking that they copied another social network source code to, for Truth Social. Net, Truth Social. Oh, I see. That's what so they're not 100% about it, but it could very much be a, uh, a legal um, issue. Potentially, because they're saying that there's a chance that that could have been the case. Okay. So in that case, yeah, that could be kind of fucked up. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that supposedly Truth Social already had Trump's account hacked. Oof. Yeah, they could have. Um, I mean, considering that those people know what their source code is, they could. Probably found fi- have found some sort of loophole, and if they hate him enough, they could have, you know, had somebody, you know, mess around with it. Oh, absolutely! You know that could be the case too. And yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do feel that some of the bigger social media companies have gotten way too much power. The right to be able to silence someone if they need to is pretty strong. Like, doesn't matter who it is. I don't care if you're right-leaning or left-leaning. The ability to silence someone just because you disagree with their opinion is a pretty powerful thing. It it really is. And what, what I'm more getting at is just the fact that... Um, it, it's just the fact that if, if these people... Like, if it's, if it's unconfirmed, but they did actually use the source code of someone else's project one that's you know because the the idea of them already being like like there's a loophole and having the the head of hacked and you know whatever um either that source code is um actually someone else's and somebody else some that person who knows that source code could have found a loophole around it and done something heinous or you know 
Yeah. Very uh, unprofessional. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's quite a. I mean, if, that, you know. yeah, if that's the case, one of us could technically make our own social network using this. Imagine making Alpaca Book. Yeah. I don't think you'd want that, but you technically could. Yeah. I wonder, I, a, a dedicated social network for all your shit posting needs. I mean, I got Discord for that, but, you know. Sure. <laughs> I've also got Reddit, and, uh, I don't have a Reddit, like, thing, but I got Reddit if I needed to. And, uh, YouTube is... Fluff Alpaca is, uh... It's, like, it's my channel, so I can, like, you know, have, uh... Alpaca, or like have spaghetti whenever I need to. Uh, imagine if like, yeah, because you're in an interesting situation. But anyways, um, overall though, oh, how is your little telephone mock-up going so far? Uh, I have two versions. I have the uncompressed one, and I have the compressed one oh, that c can be used. That can be used as a Twitch emote. Oh my god! So you're gonna make? <laughs> are you gonna make this a Twitch emote for Ghostwalker or yourself? I could, if I wanted to. Here is both of them. Where the fuck did it go? Oh, okay. Yeah, paint. Here's oh. the uh, uncompressed one. Yeah, I do have. Comp I do have paint. Never mind. Uh, open. And then I have uh. Where is it? Oh, I need to export it through Paint 3D. Okay. <sighs> I think then... only Edge is being shown on my screen. I, no, I, I put it in your Discord uh, thing. Um, oh, you put it in Discord. Okay, let me take a look at this. Yeah, give me one second. Oh my uh, god, you made it like all like blurred up and everything. And now wait for the uncompressed one when I can find it. Oh my Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? Where is it? Like, Where the fuck did I... Yeah, like, you made this, like, all, like, completely blurred up. And you just, like, had, like, an outline around it. Yeah, I put a, a bunch of, like, uh... Like, aliasing on it. Like, you put, like, the oh. stock photo-looking thing going on. Yep. Uh, where is it? Damn it. Can't find it. Uh, is it in this one? Yep. Alright. Then we're gonna export. You made something look like a freaking stock photo that you find off of Google. <laughs> <laughs> now here's the icon for the Twitch emote. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'm sure he can't use it as a Twitch emote because it will violate copyright. But I'll have to like make the the uh, phone look less fish or pricey. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make it like you know. You I'll, can, I'll pull a yeah. You could public domain. Yeah, you could probably do something like maybe change the red to a different color or like change the rainbow effect in the middle to like all white or something like that. Or just like take a stock. Uh, public domain or creative commons one and like draw a dick on it 
That always works too. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Um. Do we have anything else to say about Truth Social besides the fact that that's just an interesting experiment that's going on right now? Um. So I'm just gonna reiterate what I said. Um. Both. I have no um. Not fence sitting, but we are only reporting stuff. We're not like. We're not. You know. We're not typically a political channel. We just like to talk about technology and what we think of the biggest news in technology. We are not political or apolitical channel. Um, we are mostly just here to say, oh, hey, this is, this is news. Let's talk about it. This is interesting sort of stuff. And not only because Trump is a very controversial figure, to a lot of people um also um i i think though like i said another thing that i wanted to read was like if he's using the same source code or okay so it violates open source license where it says yeah um the other yeah, copying uh mastodon source code um and if somebody knows how to reverse engineer stuff on that and they could break into somebody's account and you know like that then that just means that they need to um uh, you know I, I i i strongly like if if they're serious about this i strongly recommend to um either create something from the ground up or use a template instead of a rip from somebody else's um social network you know i'd say because like it's it's a very um it's a very easy thing to just you know like i said in the last episode hacking is all workarounds and if this was found that quick before you know truth social was immediately like you know it wasn't even like public or like it wasn't even like uh well it was public but it wasn't even like uh what's the word uh final release so you know that's all i'm saying I don't want to get political because uh, both politics suck and we're not that type of channel. And also, I I really don't have time to worry about, like, the higher-ups ideas. I'm more worried about the higher-ups around my, my, my town and what they do to, like, uh, what, what they do for their opinions. Yeah. If you know stuff that matters to me on a physical level on like a uh this is right now sort of level not like not you know trump spelling coffee wrong or biden saying his uh you know uh his speech wrong and saying that he's been on the train for 36 years or whatever as a president or something i don't know Something happened along that lines, but I don't have time for that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's interesting to know, but 
doesn't affect me on a small on a grand level. Right, because I, I know that you know what's more important to you is that this lunchbox somehow exists. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fucking go on like Amazon or eBay and was like, oh hey yeah, baby metal. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> um, you know, just tapping along and then, oh hey, baby metal lunchbox. Oh my god, Alpaca would love that. <laughs> Then it actually found this in the FYE in the mall in the mall I went to today, and it actually came with. No, it didn't come with anything. Close the fucking lid. What the? <laughs> I can't. The key See, it's it. It's not that I hate baby metal. It's just <laughs> how can you get something that? <laughs> it came with a little like patch you could like, you can iron it on like a jacket, or if I wanted to put this on this shirt forever, I could. That's like fucking calling Roger Waters or David Gilmore Pink Floyd. <laughs> what were they thinking? <laughs> anyway, sorry. And of course it came with actual CD and music. Oh my god. Amazing. Oh, on this trip I also got a couple other albums too. I actually got myself this CD. What is that? Uh, Blue October. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I got myself this CD here. You probably wouldn't know what this is, but this is actually a band that was formed from, like, a couple of members of Fall Out Boy and a couple other bands. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, um, it was the, yeah, okay. It was, this is, this is the Damn Things. It's actually the second album that actually got released a couple years ago. I see. And then Wait, I, Fall Out Boy is split, split again? No, what happened? This was a side project that they that a couple of the members uh, did. This is another. Nice. This is a side project they did a couple years ago. The last album, kind, kind of like, yeah, kind of like Green, how Green Day has uh, the network, and they deny that they're part of the network. <laughs> I guess so. But the thing about the damn things though is that it doesn't have Fall Out Boy singer, but the band itself kind of it's a it's it's a rock band. Like it actually sounds like rock, like more classicy rock, like classic rock. You'll if you ever listen to it, you'll know what I mean. Yeah, not very uh, poppy or heavy. Correct. I yeah. See. And then the last album I got from my little trip today was this album here, which I've been jamming out to on streaming for a while, but I just happened to see it was on sale. I was like, I'll grab it. Nice. This is Trivium's latest album in the Court of a Dragon. This album is fucking amazing. Yeah, I remember you uh, trolled uh, Ghostwaller in his live streams. Um, <laughs> and you were playing one of those, I think. Um, before, <laughs> you know. Just remember that. Yes, and that there's a fucking lunchbox that it came in that is like baby metal. I just, you, you know, you told me that 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 was a thing that existed, and I was like, "What? What is that? Oh shit! It's a it's a what? It's a lunchbox? What the fuck were they thinking? You know." <laughs> uh, there's a couple of highlights in this episode that you're you're probably making to make once I get this done. What the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, nice. Um, ha so what you should do is, um, you should have the thumbnail and have half of it show baby metal and have, instead of having like ghosts in the corner like you did with the last thumbnail, what you should do is ha you should have James Rolfe when he was like younger <laughs> and where he makes that like ah noise, you know, when he's like screaming at the video game. Um, it, or actually no, but do something where it involves me going like, what were they thinking? And, you know, <laughs> about yeah, right. the baby metal thing. And then right, we mentioned I... the earlier topics as well. Right. Maybe have it like a, a void, like, you know, for Fortnite, uh, chapter two, the, the little orb. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Right, I know a lot of work to do on that thumbnail, but anyways, um, other than that, though, um, shall we end the episode? Sure. Oh yeah, you can also use the Fisher Price thing in the, the, well, the emo. De I'm definitely going to do something with the Fisher Price thing. I don't know if it's going to be your version. I'll probably just use the website version. Oh okay. But if you want me to use your version, I can definitely do. That. I could definitely see if I can make it work. Mine just reminds me of Kirby. Honestly. <laughs> right. Anyways. I can already hear. Like, you know. <laughs> what? Did you say bye? Huh? Oh, but... oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I was like, wait, did your mic, like, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> I, I make you look creepy. But, anyways. Um. Our message, our comment of the day is none because we never get any comments from any of our viewers. We'd love to get comments and talk about things. Our topics are yeah, here. yeah. So that's all to say on that. But other than that, guys, uh, if you like what you saw today, uh, please like, comment, and subscribe. Also, check out our Discord server, which is linked down below in our link tree. I'm your host, HydraWave99. And Fluff Alpaca. No, that, it was supposed to be, and you know, and F Ghost Willer, but it was like, and Fuck Alpaca. No. Actually, no, um, that's very traditional thing. At this point, you might as well just keep doing it. It's like, it's like, and Fuck Ghost Willer. Just kidding. It's, it's, it's Alpaca. <laughs> yep. That's how you should do it for that point. Anyways. And thanks, Ghost Waller, for everything you've done so far for us and everything. And we're, I'm sorry. I'm blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Yeah, and Ghost Waller is somewhere in spirit with us. Just one with the middle fingers. Just kidding. Um, anyways. Yep. He has the happy birthday. Fuck you. <laughs> happy birthday. Fuck you. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, I'm Hydroid99. And I'm Fluff Alpaca. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. He's really...